I'ma test this out right quick on yeah. Now keep in mind that I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my shit. I said what I said. I'ma keep it real with you. Got a little inside school. You ready for it? Uh-oh. What is it? It's so juicy. Is that your man or no? Oh my goodness. If it isn't little miss attitude. And that's eating the fuck. Single in the city, the real in relationships, and surviving single. With me, starting Chelsea. Chelsea. What's up, bitches? We're back. We're back. We're back. Hey, we're back. Hey, what's up? It's another week of being not so single as fuck in the world of Chelsea Lamore. And we have totally remixed it this week. Indeed. <laughs> in honor of Halloween. I mean, Halloween. Oh, this is bomb with ginger ale. Is it? Yes. I'm yeah, it oh, is. this I'm is bomb is. with ginger ale. Okay, okay. So um, let's get it cracking. Um, I'm Chelsea Lamore, of course. We have a guest co-host. Um, Chrissy had to uh, go on a little sabbatical for a moment. She had something to do, but it's okay. We round in the troops, and we brought Lovejoy back, everybody. What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Lovejoy. <laughs> I'm so happy to be here. Single in the city. We popping, y'all. Get with it. Get into it. <laughs> get with it and get lost. Isn't that what get they used to say? Get with it get lost. <laughs> so, Lovejoy is here. She's our, go- our guest co-host today and also in the penthouse we have an old friend child an old friend with a new body bitch okay <laughs> ha! period a period period my homegirl ashley is in the building what's up ashley hey this is ashley from chesterfield not ashley from chesterfield <laughs> yes. monican in the building monican is in the building okay look like i said i've known ashley since high school when i say she is a completely different person than in high school on so many levels. Like when I think of single in the city, Ashley is the epitome of the bitch I think of. Yes. That's an honor. It is. I tell my wife all the time. I'm like, this is the, every time I introduce you, I say introduce, like you've met her in real life. (laughs) On my phone, I say, this is a girl. She never really remembers each time. I'm like, and you have a very distinctive look. That's the thing. Like, first of all, a bitch had freckles before it was popping. That's right. Before people started getting the shit tattooed. The original, I mean, like, when I say, when I think of Ashley, I think of like, Boss bitch, glow up, loving herself, confident. Yes. You are single in the city. Thank I feel like you. I need to have like a single in the city pageant so I can crown you. Oh, shit. Yes. Hey, that might be a good idea. That. That, that would be fun. That would be a fun. single in the city pageant. <laughs> Miss single in the city. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, there you go. She's a hoe on the go. Hey. <laughs> I'm done with you. I am a hoe, but I'm a clean hoe. Come okay. Let's girl. I cannot <laughs> wait. Okay, so it's funny that you said that because um our single song of the week. Uh are you ready? <clears throat> Y'all not gonna get this one. I'm pretty confident. Okay. You know I stay fresh to death. I bought you from the projects, and now I'm gonna take you to the top of the globe. Let's go. Come on, you can get it. I'll give you a hint. Two Triple O is Halloween Eve. This is a song that would play at Two Triple O, a party that's dedicated to the early 2000s. So it's early 2000s. Can you say it one more time? You know I stay fresh to death. I bought you from the projects, and I'm going to take you to the top of the globe. Let's go. Mm-hmm. You can do it. Put your back into it. Oh, man. It's not that song. Oh. <laughs> I thought it was that song. Yo, it 
Jay Z and Pharrell change clothes. Yes, yes. You know that song. Then let's just change clothes. Oh, and go. Yes. Okay, okay. And uh, girl, I promise you, no substitute. Okay. Just me. That's yes, it. That's yes, it. yes, yes. Uh, I thought of that song because the bitch got a fresh blowout. Come on, okay. blowout. I know, okay. okay, I know that. You, uh-huh. you know how bitches act when they get a blowout. Girl, oh, yes. hold on, hold on, hold on. Stiff wear, stiff wear. It's got a lot of body. <laughs> I can't remember what I was. Oh my god! I remember this girl. She had like posted a video about like her weave. No, it was her real hair, and she had it like she straightened it, but her hair was stiff as hell. But she was like, it got a lot of body, no, and no. it looked like she had to rest, and the bitch won't move in nowhere. So now I be like, it's got a lot of body. Um, but this is um, don't get it twisted. Turn the flat iron up to the max. Girl, okay. Don't I know? I got a keratin treatment in here. I think I have some keratin going on in here. My mom did my hair. Well, your hairdresser told me I had horse hair. This is the first time I ever been told this. She said, Ashley, your hair is so damn thick and coarse. This is like wow. horse hair. And I'm saying nobody ever told me well, that. This is a wig. Well, that's the black so I'm part. just saying. <laughs> but you know what? Come on, come on, dispelling um narratives. Cause Ashley is biracial. Okay. Mm-hmm. People automatically think because you're biracial that you're gonna have like curly hair. Mm-hmm. First of all, can I just say I've always loved your red hair. Thank yes. you. And I love that her hair is blonde now and it's like strawberry at the root. I love yes. it. It's popping. Yes. I want. It's I poppin'. wanted to keep the red because that's my signature. It is. But I still wanted to go blonde. Yes. Come on, Elle. So, Come, I'm and loving one thing it. about black Thank women, you. honey, we can interchange, switch up, change it, do whatever, yes. smack it up, flip it, rub it down. Listen, we're gonna make. Wait a minute. What it do? So yeah, I understand what you're saying about that interracial because my cousins are interracial. My aunt, of course, is black, and then her husband is mm-hmm. white, and, okay. and my cousins have a very coarse, textured red hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. Or even when you see like black people that have like naturally blonde hair, mm-hmm. like yeah. that's the beauty of being black. Like the spectrum can just like you could be black yeah. with blue eyes. And that's right. Black people are the only race that can have super pale or mm. super dark. That's a beautiful thing about melanin that mm-hmm. people really don't appreciate is. That's the only race that can produce right. a white baby or a damn black Come baby. Come on now. Come on I mean, now. Honestly. Not the finger. Not the finger. <laughs> can I speak on that? Okay, just real quick. Uh, I think it was Shay Rumor Baller uh, Baller on Instagram. They posted a picture of Aisha Curry. Oh. And they were saying that oh, the she, blonde hair? Yeah. They were did, saying did that. Did you see me go off about that? So no. They, I went off too. I went okay, off too. Okay, well, y'all got to tell me about it first then. Let's, okay, let's so talk about it. there was a post of Aisha Curry with her with a blonde hair. And um, Stefan, of course, was, of course, bigging his wife up. Yeah, he as he should. As he should. So people were saying that she looks white. And it was, it was paired with a picture of a white woman. Now, mm-hmm. this is my take. She doesn't look white. She looks like a light skin melanin popping black queen. Mm-hmm. He, she look like the white girls the, that be trying to look the like. The issue us. is not With that she hair. looks white, mm-hmm. but that this white girl is attempting to, to look, look black. black because mm-hmm. we are the originators of all mm-hmm. shades. Mm-hmm. We come in dark, light, mm-hmm. neutral, medium, and anything else you can come up with. So if I see a white woman that looks like a black, uh, if I see a black woman mm-hmm. that looks like a white woman, I'm gonna automatically think that white woman is trying to look like that black mm-hmm. woman. Now, no shade to our Caucasian brothers and sisters out here, but let's be clear about what it is. I don't know why that was a, so funny. To, no shade. No shade. <laughs> a a, a light-skinned black woman in any hair, color, eyeshadow, face does never look black. 
I mean, sorry, she never looks white, mm-hmm. but a white woman will attempt to look black, even in our lightest of shades. I had a conversation which kind of leans into that. So earlier this week, I posted on my stories that um, something just doesn't quite sit right with me when I white people that. use the word ratchet. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I, I commented. So what are your, yes, you did. So what are your thoughts when white people use ratchet? And then I'm going to go into, it's so funny because when I posted it, I had this white person in mind. Not that she's ever used ratchet, but I felt like, I said, she go DM me about this. So what are your thoughts on white people use ratchet? So I didn't originally reply to your um, poll because mm-hmm. I'm mixed. So I always have a mixed feeling about that. <laughs> I'm mixed. So I have right. mixed feelings. <laughs> so, but when I thought about it, I was like, you know what? If a white person says it, it does come off as derogatory. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Black people say it, it might be like, it's ratchet, but it doesn't necessarily because we're not have using a bad it. meaning. Yeah. But when white people use it, it's like low class exactly. So yeah, I do agree. It's no different than when we say we going to Southside, you might be like, I'm going to the hood. And then if a white person be like, that's the hood. You like Right. You're like, well, hold on. No, wait a minute now. What you what you know about exactly. the hood? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So your thoughts on ratchet? Right. So I feel like just as people white people have privilege, I think black people have privilege also. Mm-hmm. A part of our privilege is to be able to use certain terms and certain jargons amongst our own culture mm-hmm. that are not derogatory or disrespectful. Mm-hmm. And the word, of course, nigger. Or nigga, however you want to put <laughs> yeah, that it. That was a very hard ER. I'm just saying. <laughs> very hard very ER. But, you know, <laughs> that word, the word ratchet, ghetto hood, I think that we've earned the right to be able to use specific words Within amongst our, context. our own mm-hmm. context and yeah. our own community mm-hmm. that when a, a, a non-black person uses it, it does appear to mm-hmm. be derogatory. So when a white person says something like, ratchet or ghetto, it is, it is demeaning to us. Now, whether that you grew up in the hood or not, Let's just be clear. I always have to tell people there's a big difference between intention and impact. Yeah. And so your intention may not be bad, but the impact can get you fucked up. Right. Right. And so, like, when I think of um, white people saying the word ratchet, I okay, so the girl that DM'd me, it was a white girl who DM'd me about it. And she was like, please let me know. I really want to know the answers to this poll because, you know, so many things are used in pop culture and, like, just part of regular slang. And she does have a very diverse friend group, mm-hmm. this white girl that I'm talking about. And I'm not saying, like, she's the white girl to hang out with black people. She right. really has, like, a diverse friend group. Like, her boyfriend appears to be, like, Muslim. And okay. she just really ingratiates herself with, like, I think that she really is a good-hearted person. Right. And she really wanted to know. And she was like, you know, so many things, you know, we don't know. And I want to have those conversations with black people or whatever ethnicity so that I can know what I'm doing if it is offensive. And so one of the main things I responded to her, I was like, regardless of what the poll says, which the poll did say, it don't quite sit right. Okay. Right. right. I was like, I think a lot of black people's frustration is when we do it, it is ghetto. And then y'all take it, make it pop culture, mm-hmm. and make it this thing where y'all can make money, and it's something cool that y'all say around y'all friends, and it's not considered ghetto. But when we do our own shit, it's considered ghetto. Like the bonnet. Have y'all seen that thing floating around with the white people? You not. You ain't. You haven't seen. Oh that. wait, was it a whole bunch of white women? And they were talking about my daughter didn't want to mess up her yes. hair, so she put up. And how creative was her? But if, if look, we wear a bonnet out, it's like Joy, if you lean back any further, you're gonna be on the floor. I haven't seen that. I, did, I saw one. I fell where, out. I was like, what? <laughs> they just don't want to let us have nothing. But you know they're about to market that shit. Like, yeah. I mean, like it's a whole been, new invention. Yeah, we've been wearing this stuff. The level of appropriation that is happening within the world right now is monstrous, and it's. 
crazy to think that things that we use for our own culture that really, truly, honestly, if other cultures said what they wanted to say, they would demean it. But social media makes things mm-hmm. of other cultures acceptable. Mm-hmm. So what do they do? They get on that bandwagon real quick. I mean, I'm even thinking about, like, I remember there was a time when my mom was like, don't be wearing long nails. That's ghetto. Yeah. I mean, I can't tell you how many white girls I've seen with long nails, bedazzled crystals, and all those type of things. And I think that it's an important conversation to have, like, in this space with, like, dating. Because I always say that black women have a very unique dating experience more than any mm-hmm. other race of women. Mm-hmm. Especially black women in America, because so many times like our beauty, our style can be taken from us. And then niggas will uplift it when Kylie Jenner does it, mm-hmm. when the Puerto Rican bitch in the Bronx does it. Yep. But when we do it, we're ghetto and combative. Yep. Or when you, if you're Spanish, then you're a spicy Latina. Yeah. But if I'm a black woman, I'm like, uh-uh, nigga, you can't do that. Then I'm rude and combative. Or we remind them of their mothers. Ooh! Right. Yeah. Mm. Mm-mm. Disrespectful. Mm. I haven't had a nigga tell me I remind them of their mother. I don't want to be reminded. in a bad way. Me neither, I don't want to be reminded of another mother. Your mama's. I don't think I ever had a man tell me I remind him of his mother in a bad way. Maybe and see that's the thing. Probably because I used to date niggas that had like still like hanging from their mama's nipple. Yeah. Then there's that. They don't even like they put their mom up on a pedestal and they're trying to make me their mama, mama. More so than I'm acting like their mama. Right. But like back to what I was saying, black women have a very unique um dating situation here. You know, mm-hmm. like I always talk about how like black women walk into spaces and even though we may feel um confident and beautiful and those things like that, we always have to question if our own men are interested in us. And what are your thoughts? Because you're single. Let me hear. Well, and and my problem with you saying that, feeling like, do they actually want you? I get fetishized a lot. Mm. I was going to ask people ask you if you're black. They they do ask me, am I black, am I white, am I whatever? And I say Mm -hmm. that I'm mixed. Mm -hmm. But then I have freckles. Mm -hmm. I have red hair. Mm -hmm. I'm tall. Mm -hmm. I'm thick. Mm -hmm. And so I find... Mm, You got all the things on the black side they want. Right. (laughs) Right. And, and the white side. I got a good job. Yup. Mm-hmm. I go to school. I pay my own shit. I Ooh, look good. Girl, you my nigga's dream wow. come true. They can't handle it, though. Mm. I can't tell you how many guys told me that if me and him got together, I would need to take a lesser paying job. Yes. Verbatim. I know you fucking love And I said, Ooh. what sense First does that First of all, make? the fact that me and Joy act like you just punched us. Yeah. Because what sense does that make? Okay, if you make 40000 I make 60000 If we bring that shit together. Come on now. Like, you're not thinking of the bigger picture. Exactly. But a lot of times, they want to fuck me to check me off their bucket list. Hmm. Like, I ain't never fucking huh. with a freckle mixture. Huh. Think about the bucket list on these. So I have to be careful. Mm. To see what people's true intentions are, because that's what it ends up being. They'll ghost me, and then a couple months later, hey, what you doing? Oh, they want to pop back up. I just had one today. Um, let me come rub on your booty. I said, nigga, you ghosted me. He was like, oh, touche. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck you thought? Uh-huh. Like, what, what did you think? When he, he said rub on booty, you should have sent him that cash app handle. Okay, okay, I should have. You're you, right. You, you know what? I gotta keep taking these pages out of Love Joy's. Book. I know. Okay. Well, I don't need to. I, I can't forget. I, not that I forget that I'm married, but I'll be on this show real spicy. Okay. It takes me back to my old days. Okay. Yeah. I mean, seriously, just send the cash app. Yeah. You how, right. wow. How's your day? Cash app. You right. Mm. What you doing? Cash app. Dollar sign Love Joy. Dollar sign. <laughs> and my my cash app is is the professional, honey, because it's a business, baby. 
business. Yes. I'm a business. Don't yes. play with me. Yes. Yeah, Rub right. on my booty, baby. Honey. So, okay, so it seems like both of y'all kind of have this topic. Well, it resonated with both of y'all as far as, like, fetish sizing. Mm-hmm. Fetish, fetish sizing. If I, could, I couldn't get it. That's what you saw. I had a problem. Yeah, I have a little bit of a list. That word is new to me. I'm learning something tonight. So, fetish shot, fetish sizing. <laughs> I might have to name this episode. Fetish, fetish sizing. Fetish sizing. So, is that the act of um, being in the presence of, of, of someone you consider a fetish of yours and being able to... Right, yeah, right, right, right. So, uh, there's feet fetishes. Yeah. There's all different types of right. fetishes. Okay. So, a fetish... Like, in my instance, like, oh... You check a lot of boxes. Right, yes. and I'm at that list like, okay, I've messed with a black girl, I've messed with a white girl. I've messed with mixed girls. Mm-hmm. i messed with Spanish girls, but I ain't never seen a girl with freckles, mm-hmm. red hair. Mm-hmm. Oh, thick chick. And she 5'8". I'm mm-hmm. tall. Hello. You know. I, girl, I'm 5'8". Come on, girl. Yes. So, um... <laughs> They yes. want that, baby. They, they want that. Me, they put me into I that. I just had a random flashback like. of high school. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and being 5'8". Okay, I'm going to just go off topic for one second. I know it was horrible, second. wasn't it? But, oh, oh, my God. So, I wasn't... First of all, have you ever looked at your pictures in high school and be like, I thought I was so big, and I wasn't. But I remember being yeah. in high school thinking I was big, right? Mm-hmm. But I remember it was my freshman year, and, like, somehow my schedule had gotten messed up, and they had put me in, like, an elective class that was for all seniors. Me too. So they did the same I had, thing. And I think your ex-husband was in my class. Oh, uh, the marketing? What, what, I yes, think, yeah, yeah. I was in fashion marketing yeah, yeah, yeah. and I wasn't supposed to be yeah, in yeah, yeah. there. Yeah. My ex-husband was in my class, yeah. right? And so I had this chair. And so because I'm like a freshman and it's all these seniors, I'm like really nervous or whatever. <laughs> I had this chair that had a short leg. <laughs> and when I say it was short, it was short by like five inches. Right? So you rocking. Like so I was rocking back and forth. And at one point, I forgot that the chair was short. And I put my whole weight and I bent the short leg. Oh, I mean, it was completely done. Like, I broke the desk. So then you really thought oh, you were big. My <laughs> God. I just remember, like, the teacher picking die. up the desk and the leg was, like, sticking out. <laughs> like, oh, I don't know why that came to mind, but Jesus. I tucked that far. High back. school was brutal. High school was brutal. It was brutal. So, fetish size. Fetish sizing. Yes. What do you feel that men fetishize about you, Joy? My, my body. Mm. Yeah. They 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 fetish size about. First of all, they fetish size that I'm going to fuck them or I fuck a lot. Uh huh. Mm. And that is very untrue. Mm. I don't fuck a lot. Well, I'm older now, so I mean, what I got going on in my life is uh, time consuming. So I don't have, I haven't had sex now in over a year. Damn. And, oh, 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 uh, that, yeah. Oh, girl, that gave me the, ch- <laughs> you know, when somebody <laughs> grabbed you from the back of your neck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like, I, I, I haven't had sex in a lot uh, over a year, and, you know, I'm not, but people fetish size about me just because they're like tits. And ass. ass. And mm. I'm like, but for real though, that's not even who I am. Mm. And see, that's how I feel. Like, there is so much more than what this looks like. Right. Like, I have, like you said, I have a lot going on for mm-hmm. me. And I am a boss bitch. Like, I take care of a lot of mm-hmm. shit. Exactly. And it just, at a certain point, it just, I get so sick and tired of hearing, you're so beautiful. You're so I sexy. You're so gorgeous. I don't want to hear that I shit. I had somebody <laughs> actually tell me. <laughs> Yo, niggas are going to be like, I can't I, win. I right. tell her she's beautiful. <laughs> right. Don't tell me shit. So I've had some, I've had some, I've had me tell somebody I'm single and they say, 
all that beauty gone to waste. Yes. And I'm like, what? Such an insult. I said, so I just can't be Be like a single woman living in my truth, progressing and be beautiful. I have to, my beauty has to be defined by me being in a relationship. Really? Yes. Like I've been off these niggas so long. I didn't even know that these are things that niggas say. Like I told you earlier, there was like a beautiful queen. Like you deserves a king. I'm going to make you my, my queen. Like who said I wanted to be your queen? Exactly. I'm a queen on my own. On my own. And you don't need a king to be a queen. Like, yeah, you don't need a king. You better to be see what you bring to the table to Hello. compliment me. Hello. But you know what? It's so interesting because in the next breath, that's the same nigga that is uncomfortable with you making more money than Hello. him. It was. <laughs> like, it was. Period. <laughs> like, I'm a queen. I'm, I'm the queen, but you're the jester. You bring Not jokes a jester. to me. Not you bring jester. Joker. You bring me jokes. You're funny. Mm. Get out of here, clown. Yeah. Like, seriously. It's so I, funny I because I feel like the thing that men have fetishized about me has nothing to do with the physical. Even I'm not gonna say men. I'm gonna say women that I've dated too. Even though I, I've dated women a way shorter amount of time than I dated men, my personality is something that I felt like men fetishized about me. Like I'm you do funny. Have a, yep, a I'm really like warm and I'm outgoing. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like I've always felt like niggas use me for my energy. And then once mm-hmm. they good, they like ghost. Yep. And then I'm like, I feel like they've almost sucked me dry. Yes. Or even if I don't even feel like they suck me dry. They're called I, vampires. Yes. I just feel like I give like that positive energy mm-hmm. and I'm super energetic and they need that in their life. And then once they feel like they're in a better space, they go on about their business. So I feel like yeah. my energy and my personality has been what niggas fetishize about me because I ain't got no ass. Well, see, they're called. Don't, <laughs> well, see, first of all, ass, everybody ain't worried about no ass, okay? But those type of those type of men are called takers, okay? Mm-hmm. They come into a situation, they figure out what they can take, they take and then they leave. Mm-hmm. But what they don't consider at all when they're bagging up the shit that they just took is how it affects the person mm-hmm. that they took it from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't think they care. They don't. They care. don't. I don't think they care because. Because I think that so many people are on this mission of like self gratification. Yes. What, especially like this social media yes. era, it's all about what makes me feel good, what makes me look good, and then once I get what I need, everything wow. else is collateral damage. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I think that's an age old tale. Niggas will use you up. Yes, suck you dry, and suck spit you, you dry. Out. My God. Okay. Yeah. Big sexy official on Instagram just talked about. How niggas would literally mm. come for you, take everything. Mm. You, oh, it reminds me of um for Color Girls. Have y'all seen that movie? Yes. yes. And that monologue that uh was um the young lady, the, the lady's name. She played the mother in Waiting to Exhale. She had the son. What's her name? I forget her name. Oh, a Loretta Devine. Oh, I was about to say and, and the she, whiny one. Yeah, and she did that <laughs> monologue where he came along and he took all mm. of my stuff. See, that's what some men will do. I won't say all men because yeah. I don't want y'all to hate me. But some men will I will come into your life <laughs> mm-hmm. and they will walk away with all your shit. You will come home and metaphorically speaking, your drawers will be empty. Your closet will be empty. Mm-hmm. There will be no food in your house. And you will mm-hmm. feel like somebody has taken mm-hmm. all your shit. Mm-hmm. Those are those takers. Mm-hmm. Got to be careful about those people. You know? mm-hmm. But also when you be careful about those people, be careful about what you don't put out. Because sometimes you got to have a shed in the back of your house. Come on now. Those, a she shed. With the, a she shed. <laughs> mm-hmm. Where those takers cannot even see what you got back there. Yeah. Right. To be honest with you. A little reserved. Yeah. The shit I got in the house, that's the shit I can expend. But the mm-hmm. shit in the she shed, oh baby, that's the real shit. That's the shit that holds But value. I think that the she shed doesn't come until way later after niggas and yeah. 
robbed you blind many times. Yeah. I, and I had to learn that. Mm-hmm. That's when you build your shit. Giving, yeah, but yeah. you don't. I had to stop being so know. honest about exactly. Because I'm when I went out into the dating field, all my friends have men. Mm. I'm thinking like, oh, I'm just gonna be honest. Mm. No, <laughs> because these guys will feed off of what you say and they will mm-hmm. sell you this dream. Listen, mm-hmm. not only not and that's only, all it is is a dream. Mm-hmm. Not only should you not be always honest, but you should not always be. Um, accepting, okay? You got to have some standards that some niggas just can't meet, okay? Mm. Period. And it, what they'll call is being judgmental. Oh, you judging me. No, I'm not judging mm. you. I'm judging you, what you bring to the table. Mm, yeah. So, with, your, with my judgment, what you bring to the table, and what I'm not going to bring to the table, I've learned to build the she shed in the back. Mm. Well, what about, can I get the key to that? Bitch, you can't get the key to the front door, let alone the back door. <laughs> I know that's right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. I had to learn. I yeah. had to learn. So, with you saying that you had to learn, I think it's interesting because, like I said, when I was in high school, I was in class with your ex-husband. Mm-hmm. So your how long were you and your ex-husband together? So I met him when I was 15 and I left him when I was 28. So we were together for 13 wow. years. Damn, y'all been broken up that long? I'm 30, so we've been separated for two, two years. Oh, well, damn. Yeah, Girl, you've been living them two years. I, right. <laughs> like, Live your life. Right. Yay. But you've been living them two years. Period. So the interesting thing about my situation is mm-hmm. he took my virginity. He was the only man I slept with oh, wow. for that whole time. So when I so went out sorry. into dating. So sorry. I know. <laughs> I mean, not that I say I know anything about your husband. I'm no, just saying, no, like, no. so sorry. I mean, you know, it was what it was. But right. Man. Whew, I done learned some stuff. Girl. Being out here, that's all. But I think that some, in some way, I think that men use that as a level of like arrogance and control he did that that you are the only person that the, that yeah because you have no benchmark right you know what i'm saying yeah. so they're like oh i can kind of do whatever because yeah. you're only exposed to them yeah so what is one of the major things that you learn and don't you have to be sexually once you and him separated that you realize was like oh this is not like the status quo oh that's my cousins i was saying i mean <laughs> I learned a lot. I learned that he wanted the only, only dude that thought I was beautiful because mm. I was really manipulated into believing. And re- and remember, I was okay. 375 pounds when really? I was with him. I had got up to 375 really? pounds. Yes. So I had got to a point where I thought he was the only man that would ever think I was really? beautiful. When I left him... I started dropping weight quick. Mm-hmm. Oh, he probably said, fuck that bitch. Yeah. He was. He, look, he, <laughs> tried, he tried to get me back, but he would tell me. I like, was wondering that when I saw you He would tell me he liked me that size, like, don't lose weight. Oh. He encouraged mm-hmm. me not to lose weight. That was the red on. Can I speak on that? Yeah. Uh-huh. I, just hold your thought yeah. right there where you are. I want to speak on that. There are men out here that <laughs> will encourage your downfall so no one else will want you. Right. And there are women out here who will get trapped in that cycle of thinking, first of all, that they're the only one that wants me, but also thinking that because he wants me, he accepts me how I am. Yep. Listen, mm, if yep. it's not healthy for your lifestyle or for your future, it's not healthy for your present. Right. And you've got to understand the difference between a man that says, I want you to live and a man that says, I want you to live for me. Because if he wanted you to live, he would have supported everything that was healthy about you, number one. But if he wanted you to live for you, he would do everything to put you on that couch and immobilize you so yep. that no man would ever look at you and you would always look at him mm. as being your king. Yep. That's, that's, that's called insecurity. First of all, I feel like Ashley's like strumming my pain. 
But I, I want a talent show singing that song. <laughs> but I'm going to tell you right now, I am so honored to be in your presence oh, and you. see you in your truth and in thank your happiness you. because some kind of way God spoke to you and removed you from that and showed you who you could be yeah. even without him and he's not worth it, but you are and yes. you know that now. So and let you me look ask beautiful. you this. The same husband that said, I love you and I think you're beautiful this way, would you ever catch him, like, even if it's a celebrity, admiring the figure of other women? Like, you know what I'm saying? No. Mm. He was such a good manipulator oh. that he had me thinking I was the only bitch he was looking at. Wow. When in reality, he had multiple bitches oh, he was, no. he was wow. actually with. So, There's no button for that. <laughs> I mean, I mean... <laughs> It just is what it is. I mean, oh, there's no sound effects for that. <laughs> okay, so are you saying he cheated on you? Oh yes. Um, after we lost our first son, he started an affair with a woman that went to school with us, and the shit carried on through my second pregnancy, and after I had my son, until I found out about it. Now, some other really ugly skeletons came out the closet that were just not forgivable, and that mm. is what because originally mm. the separation was just. Let us step back and da-da-da. why do they cheat with motherfuckers? You know, I don't understand. And the bitch is so ugly. Oh, they always cheat with the grief. Okay, Jody. she looks like she got Down syndrome. Come I mean, Jody. nothing against people that you know, but really, like you got all this and that's right. what you gonna cheat with. I would have felt better about myself if he would have cheated with a bitch that looked good, had, right, you know, right, right. But... I hate to see it. So he cheated on you. Okay, so I think it's interesting to say that you said the cheating wasn't necessarily the deal breaker. It was, and I don't want to speak on what the true deal breaker was because it affects mm-hmm. somebody yeah. okay. that was close to me. But he yeah. did something that was really unforgivable. And that's when I realized that he had no boundaries. Mm. He really didn't care about my feelings mm. or my well-being. The cheating, I was like, maybe we could work on it. It's sad because we normalize cheating. Yeah. Especially when yeah, it comes to me. And... At the time, it's kind of like par for the course. My son sometimes. was young, exactly. and I was like, I don't want be a single mom to be a single mom. Like, mm. what the fuck? I was I was a stay at home mom at the time. I didn't have a job. I I did have my nursing license because that's what I was doing. Mm-hmm. But I had agreed to stay at home to take care of our oh, son. Oh, girl, he really thought he could just run he amok. Really, you were staying at home I too. Was, uh, yes, I was staying at home, but it took me a couple months. I mean, I found out in July, and I didn't leave him until. The end of February of the following year. Okay. okay. But what I did was... Girl, you got to get a plan together. Emotionally, I detached from yep. him. Mm-hmm. And then mentally, I was like, all right, but you got to get a job. You got to mm-hmm. get a car. Because when I left, I left with nothing. A few clothes for me wow. and my son, and that was it. Wow. Within a week, I had a, a job. Within a week, I had a car. And wow. the job that I got ended up making double what I made when I was with Yes, him. period. Um, I, had started, I had started keto, like I said, in that November, December, so... That, girl, you dropped that weight, weight like you yeah. dropped that nigga. Okay. Girl, let me tell you, when you I say I ain't just lose 160 some pounds, I lost like 300. 300 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> pounds. Okay, like yeah. Okay, so on keto, you lost how much weight? It was like a. 165 something yes. Yes. I, was, I was 375 and I had got down to 211 that was my smallest and you did that in what time frame it was a short period of time like 6-7 months so in this 6 months that you guys are broken up mm-hmm. and you are literally getting your super sexy back mm-hmm. what was his energy yes you know he was trying to, you know, make it work. Let me ask you, did he say this line? I want my family back. Yes. Ah! <laughs> he was going to church and... Oh, 
was going to go to church. He was going to church and he was becoming a better he person. He go to church. But all it was was he was just learning new manipulation tactics. Mm. I'm so glad. He thought that I was the old that. Ashley mm. and he thought he was still able to manipulate me. Brand there's, new there's, there's a difference between a woman that accepts bullshit and yeah. a woman that identifies manipulation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You've manipulation. gotta know when the man is feeding you the bullshit. Okay. Because he will manipulate Girl, you to the He was giving you the path from the hell. He was <laughs> Girl, shit power. He was serving you shit. He was serving you shit power on a gold plan. Yes, it was. And with a little whipped cream with on a little side. Whipped cream. And prior, them blinders was on. I wanted to get damn shit power. Ooh, but fast forward, I was like, mm, and yeah. you would have looked at him with that shit in your mouth and said, thank you, baby. Right. Yes, I would have. It's yes, the I best would. you yes. could do. Yes, but you know what? It's funny because even in those situations, you look back and you realize the times that you did eat the shit. Yes. And you didn't know it. That would be the part that almost like make you stick to your stomach Ooh. and piss you off. It does. When you look hindsight, you're like, this nigga done told me X, huh? Y, and Z. Yeah. I fell for it and I ate the I shit ate pie. The like happily. Happily. What was Damn. the point of having another child? What was uh-huh. the point of any of it? But see, that would be the part that pissed me off. Yeah. Like niggas that will... Waste your time. Waste your time and gas you up for your future and have you in the illusion of like, my whole thing is like, I didn't ask you to marry uh-huh. me. Nope. I didn't ask you to do all these things. Nope. You initiated one and have a family and grow. Why would you do this on one hand? And then on the other hand, you have actions that are totally contradicting what you say that you want. Yeah. Cause when I was like 20, I have just got my nursing license in 1920. I had broke up with him and told him like it was done. So wait, wait, how old were you when you got married? You were young. 23. I remember yeah. Ashley got married when I was still thotting and bopping. Yeah, I was like, I am in my hole. What were you doing? Thotting and bopping. Come on, thotting and bopping. See, exactly. see, now the roles are reversed. I'm thotting and bopping and you had to <laughs> She is the reverse of us because I was yeah, thotting and bopping back then. Yes. 23, I was thotting I was thotting. Ashley, like I said, Ashley had been with him. I didn't know Ashley without him. Yeah. She was one of those people like you they met so young Ooh. I did not know the two of them without each other yeah and so like I remember y'all were having like um y'all had the first pregnancy mm-hmm. in which you lost the baby yep. um which I think is even more of an asshole move for him yeah that's was, the time that you need to be the yeah. most supportive we were supposed to like console each other but yeah. you were there with another bitch letting her selfish. Like, selfish. Was, did that bring any insecurities for you as a woman when he well did you know that he was cheating in I didn't find out until after okay. our second child well good like literally so no but then then I was like mm, girl what? if that don't give you the strength to say fuck you yeah I was like <laughs> and then like I said when I found out that other piece that was going on I was like okay you really don't have any respect for me even as your child's mother even as mm. after I lost my first child I I died in the operating oh. room. Yeah, girl, please don't make me cry. Uh, yeah, I, I, I had him, and then I had to have emergency surgery. Um, and I died, and then after that, Kingston was a high risk pregnancy. I remember um, that. Mm-hmm. I had him natural. I didn't have any pain meds, no nothing. <clears throat> so after that, you telling me like, "Oh my god, you're so strong," and I just really look up to you and all this bullshit. And the whole mm. time, girl, he been watching Love and Hip Hop. <laughs> like, <laughs> he got that script from Love and Hip Hop. Yeah, I'm like, wow, <laughs> like you just really don't. Mm. Or you, or maybe he just cared too much about his ego. Um, but that that's what was. But I don't understand what, and and maybe that's why I'm not a man. I don't understand what part of your mind and your ego is bigger, right? Than your wife, right? Your family, right? In whatever situation that you know, especially a very sensitive situation that y'all were dealing yeah. with. I don't understand what 
anything personally. Uh, to me, a real man at that point, not to say he's not a real man. I ain't trying to bash him. I'm yeah. just saying in general, like, as a person, even as a friend, right. anything I have going on is to the side. And it's like, how can I help you? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just think on a human level. Yeah. And I think when you put so much trust in the person that you lay beside every night mm-hmm. and they don't meet those basic expectations. Basic yeah. Girl, the ghetto. Yeah. Yeah. I commend you. I went to girl, cause you stronger than me, cause I'll be in jail right now, bitch. I know, I know. Woo! When I, when I, I tell just people my story, it. people are just like, and you still walking around, you're strong, you smile, you mm. still I'm not a vindictive person. Yeah. Like I've never done anything to be vindictive towards him. No matter how hard it is. <laughs> yeah. But at the end of the day, he is the father of my child. Mm-hmm. And I try to keep the piece for my child. Right. So. Because what? Y'all were together. We might as well say, what is that? 10, 15 years? Uh, I think it was 13. 13. 13 years, yeah. Girl, my math is off. Okay. I, yeah. I was glad I was I in just, the neighborhood. I, I, mean, I, I, really, I literally just really commend you. And mm-hmm. I mean, I find myself surrounded by a lot of women who were in similar situations as you. And I've never been married. And I can't seem to... Um, about these Virginia niggas, honey. They ain't like <laughs> shit. Way, no. But either way, I just, mm-hmm. I really do commend you. I had to get mine from another country, okay? Yeah, and if you ever feel like, <laughs> if you ever have moments in your life where you feel like you've made a mistake acting too soon, you haven't. Mm. You've done everything that you need to do to make sure you and your child have the best life possible yeah. because you're the prize. I said this last time. Mm-hmm. You're, you're the prize. Mm-hmm. I know you're mixed, but you got that black in you. <laughs> <laughs> And regardless, that half of you, regardless, <laughs> regardless of black or white, I think we right now, even on this panel, can stand together as women. Mm-hmm. You're the prize. Absolutely. And you don't ever have to take anything less. Because if anything is a lesson, you can say this right now. People say, you can do bad by yourself. No, no, no. I can do better by myself. Oh. Exactly. And that's what you've done. And that's done. been proven. But and I was getting ready to say, with, with you being Miss Single in the City 2020, I think that this is the best time in your life to thought and buy. If you ask me. Because back when I was thought and Bob and I had no money, you didn't even really have your goals in order. You Mm-mm. were still trying to figure out. You weren't mature to properly thought and right, buy. You know right. what I'm saying? Like now, I feel like you have a knowledge and worth of self yeah. where you can like, I feel like I have thought and Bob's and maybe like made decisions that weren't the best for myself mm-hmm. because I wasn't mature enough or didn't have the confidence. But I think that now where you are in your life, you aren't in that vulnerable space where a lot of women are when they're going through yeah. that transition and trying to find the right guy. First of all, you're not even trying to find the right guy. Mm-hmm. This is for you. And that's the thing. When you thought and bopping, a lot of times when we're younger, we're thinking we're going to find our Prince Charming. Right. And you kind of like, I, I, I already know you're not Prince Charming. Right. I'm, this is for me. Right. You know what I'm saying? But so even I think if you do thought and bop in this age, it's a different thought and bop that you, that you thought is. and bop with. Mm. So At least you're thought and bopping with niggas hey, with money. Okay, That, that old thought Hopefully. and bop. Used to deal with a lot Look, of shit. Look, when I first came out, I ain't gonna lie, I messed with a lot of thug niggas, and I had to learn. All right, baby. Yeah. Okay. Well, so what was it about the thug niggas? At? <sighs> I, I had a little thing I'm for hood niggas. They just knew how to grab yeah. you. Up. Don't they? Don't they though? Mm. But they ain't shit. 
<laughs> the thing is, the jevity with a hood nigga is yeah, not there. It's not there. It's and literally for immediate. Right. Immediate and, and I don't like to judge people, like I said. So I'm mm-hmm. like, well, we're go- I take care of myself. So regardless of what you oh, got I used going to be on, as long as you that. can take care of yourself. Mm-mm. But then I found out they was lying about them. I'm judging these niggas now, honey, because. I have to now. Because these hood niggas got money and they be very attentive, but they be living <laughs> with their mamas and Ooh, shit. They be child support, bro. They be child support, bro. Ooh, talk about child support. Child support, support bro. bro. You got three damn kids and you only bring home seven. You only make seven hundred dollars every two weeks. You're child support, bro. Well, like, you still fucking your baby mama because you're trying to please her. Just stay off child support. Yeah, oh, like oh, cut it out. For oh, oh, I don't have time for this. Cut it so, out. Child support broke is a whole nother thing. I've never dated a guy with a child. But I just imagine I don't like it, but I mean obviously I have a child, so I can't be too. But, but you know what? I will say it's not that I just so happen to not meet niggas that had kids yeah. for real. Or kids that they claim. But I mean, I I didn't know about them, but I think that I my mom even had the conversation with me when I turned like twenty-six-ish. Mm-hmm. She was like, You gotta realize that the men your age have either been in relationships yeah. and had children. Yeah. And it's never that it was like a hard no for me. Yeah. It was just like, you know, because when you're 20, you can say, I don't want to date a nigga with kids. Right. Because most 20 year olds don't have kids. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? But my, I was open to dating someone that had a child. But the inner selfish person in me is like, I need it to be about me, at least for the first part of our relationship. So what challenges both of y'all are single moms. Mm-hmm. What challenges have y'all faced in dating while being a single mom? So for me, these dudes so used to these hoes out here mm. fucking with their kids in the house. Yes. You lying? No, I swear to God. When I tell them my son is here, you're not you coming come over here. and I'm not coming to you, they get an attitude. And I'm like, look, I am a mother Girl, first. Girl, I am just like. Yeah, they're so used. I mean, I'm clutching my pearls. These guys have told me stories like the kids are in the playpen while they fucking and they crying. And they're like, you ain't going to get them. And they're like, no, just finish. What you are nodding in agreement? No, I'm I'm nodding that I've heard. heard that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're nodding yes. in agreement, and yes. it's appalling because I am a mother, like yes. through and through. Like, like ain't nobody a ever met him. My kid come first. Yeah, nobody's ever met him. Um, oh no, I'm not coming to you when I have him. So mm. if you're not available every Friday night, every other Monday, or after I get off of work on Saturdays, <laughs> <laughs> she got a very specific schedule. When you can see me, schedule. <laughs> a bitch got goals. I know that. Right. Right. She got right to pencil you in. I know. I got to pencil you in literally. No pens. Like me. if I could tell y'all the shit I done been through today already. Like yes, yes. <laughs> but I respect it. it. But you know, let me tell you, the right nigga is gonna respect that. Right. The right nigga is gonna right. make himself available on them. Three something right. days a week or whatever, right. or whatever it is, and he gonna make sure he's on time because he wants all the time he can have with you when you are available. Yes, best believe. Hmm. But I can't believe these. But you know what? Because one thing these niggas will have is the audacity. Yeah. So then, if, therefore, I am not surprised. Tell so can you get a babysitter? <laughs> niggas, ten o'clock at night. But better yet, yeah, why would I get a babysitter for my child when you ain't my man? And for you to give me some half dig? I, don't I mean, and I, I mean, for real. And I, ooh. Cause I have a lot to bring to the table Hello. Uh, in that department. Oh, you, I'm not. She got that wet wet uh, girl. Walk all the way. I got that gawk gawk nine thousand. Like <laughs> that gawk gawk girl. No, no, no. I'm about to get a shirt. That gawk gawk nine thousand. So I ain't got time. I'm not. Girl, yes. what you want to myself over what you. What you working with? I got that gawk gawk nine. You out of breath after three pumps. We're not. But then not only that, I think that, and probably. 
in the beginning of dating, because I had to learn that too, is not to give these niggas too much truth, right? That. And yeah. so I can only imagine from your situation when you mm-hmm. say, I'm single, I've been I was married for such amount of years, and I yeah. was and you thinking that a nigga's gonna be empathetic. No. They no. act like they're empathetic. <laughs> they act like but all they hear is, okay. She been with the same nigga for this amount of time. I'm about to get some good pussy. I'm about to get some good, fresh, fresh out of relationship pussy. See, I'm gonna tell you, she's mom, so she might feed me. <laughs> right. And burpee. And see, the difference. Is she a nurse? She real caring. Right. Real caring. <laughs> the difference in her situation, my situation, is people look at you and they, they already size up the situation. So they say, divorced, mm-hmm. baby daddy, own shit. But then they look at me. And through transparency, which is we just said we're going to stop being too honest with mm-hmm. these niggas. Yeah. They look at me and they say, baby, daddy not in the picture. No child support. He ain't in her life. Mm. So they look at me and they say. She looking for a stepdad. I got to go. They, they looking and they mm-hmm. say full speed ahead. They say, I ain't got to worry about no nigga questioning me, mm. coming around. They say, I don't got to I never wor- thought about okay. that. They say, I don't have to worry about her fucking her baby daddy. Oh, yeah. They say, I don't have to worry about the child looking. Because I do com- get asked that. Or comparing. Mm. Or comparing. Okay. They don't have to worry about me. Com- <laughs> my, my daughter. Not, not to look like the nerve. Right. <laughs> they, got, they don't have to look at me comparing my daughter, comparing them to their baby daddy. They come into this situation with a clean. Mm. And, then, and your daughter's at that age where she ain't a baby. Right, she's 15. <laughs> right. So right. they look they at like, me mm, in three and they, years. Say, they say, wow. They're like, wow, we can go on vacation. Right. Mm-hmm. They say, this, this is a no-brainer. I never got to be worried about the baby daddy drama. That's true. Mm. That's true. So they look at me. That's very interesting because y'all are at two very different How stages. How old is your son? He's three. So you have a baby. Yeah. Because yeah. mm. any man that comes into your life, he got to be like, and if he has the right mindset, it's like, okay, I got to be like a father. Right. You well, and saying? that's what I tell them. I'm like, look, I'm not looking for a stepdaddy because he got a daddy. Mm. I'm looking for somebody that I wouldn't feel ashamed bringing you around him. Right. And right, that's right, the right, honest. Right. Ooh, I'm not yeah. going to bring somebody around him that don't have no goals, no nothing. But I think that that's something that you said that I feel like is something to speak on and something that you have kind of alluded to, but we haven't put a term on it. I think that women, I hate to say it because I don't have kids, so it's kind of like, bitch, let okay. me talk about you, whatever. But having pride about who you bring your kids around. Right. having Like you said, I want to have somebody proud that I can be proud of to my son. Right. And like my mom was a single mom. My mom never bought any men around me. However, comma, mm-hmm. I did find out that the man that we call Brother Warren was her boyfriend. I'm weak. <laughs> Brother Warren. Brother Warren. Brother Warren. He was kind of like courting her or whatever. Ooh. But my mom made sure out of respect for me and my brother, See? you not my boyfriend when right. you're around my kids. And that's what these new age And I, we always thought that he was like her friend. We knew my mom was a single mom. He used to do like handy stuff around the house. Okay. We always thought that he was... A friend right. or whatever. So, like, I think that that's a very important tool. We talk about, like, having pride of bringing a nigga around our friends. But, no, you need to have that pride. You want your to be proud to bring them around your kids. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Your kids are the people that are looking to you. And I just want to yeah. speak for those women who have taken that pride and taken those precautions and still ended up on the short end of the stick. Because I am. Why are you talking about my mama? I'm just <laughs> I'm a testament. I'm a testament of thinking that somebody is capable or um or or deserving of bringing around your kid, and then later on you find out that they're, they're not. 
sisters, mm. do not be discouraged by your judgment because you can only go if you are a loving and kind person by That's what right. someone tells you. But as long as you make your kid a priority, That's right. that means that you've done one thing. You mm. might have been bamboozled, but you were not led astray. And mm. what I mean by that is somebody could tell you one thing and you bring around your kid and then you found out something different. That's all right. Mm. You know, you explain to your children Brother Warren can't come around no more. <laughs> right. But no, at the end of the day, Brother you know, Warren and dad. At the end of the day, you know, we do try to protect our children and our children's spaces. And if we find ourselves in those situations, just just charge it to the game. Yeah, yeah charge it to the game. Because you don't know. Or better yet, I look at like my mom, and one of the biggest lessons that I've had to learn as far as like the dynamic between me and my mom is that she was a woman and a human before she had me. Right. And so I'm able to, like, the things that I used to despise about my mother, I'm able to, like, empathize a little bit more and be like, well, damn, when she was my age, she had two kids, a cheating-ass husband. Like, she was under a lot of pressure. She had her own business. And so, like, I think that, like you said, people, your children are more understanding and will look at you and admire you even more when you have that level of honesty with them. So, like, my mom never bashed my father to me. I really can't think of. She never lied to me. Right, right. <laughs> she never lied, but right. she, she never, but she didn't bash yeah. him. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like she would like manage the expectations because she didn't want me to be hurt because my father wasn't in my life. But my mom never bashed right. my father to me. And, and as an adult, I said, "Oh, you are more of a bitch than I could ever." B, because yeah. I'm talking shit about anybody that do me wrong at this right, point. Exactly. I don't have that level of peace. And I don't even think my mom had that level of peace just yet. Mm-hmm. But she just knew, like, she would always say, like, why would I talk bad about a person that is half of you? Because that right. affects your self-esteem yeah. or whatever. And the same, I don't ever speak ill. Now, Kingston has a speech delay. Most people don't know that. Okay. So I don't ever speak ill regardless of his father mm-hmm. to him. What is the speech delay? Just so I, I know. Um, he had a lot of ear infections and his okay. ears were okay. filled with fluid. So he was talking and he oh, just okay. stopped talking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now he is talking more, mm-hmm. but he's still, he's three. He does, you can hear these three-year-olds talking full sentences and okay. talking like a grown person. But that's not something that can't He be. doesn't have that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he is highly intelligent. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. it's really freaky how intelligent he mm-hmm. is, but like I said, he just, he, he just has couldn't a hear to translate the words. Yeah, exactly. Body. But that's so something now, that you can catch up with. His speech therapist, Absolutely. we did mm-hmm. sign language on, mm-hmm. right? He's catching up. Mm-hmm. Um, but he communicates fine. I mean, <laughs> I'm kind of glad he don't talk uh, too much because he communicates It's just peaceful. Fine. It's peaceful um, because now he protests and I'm like, oh, I don't like this. What? I don't like, yeah, girl. He be like, no. Come on, no. three. Come on, three-year-old. Oh, no. Now, let me ask you this because this is one thing that I thought about every, well, I think about every time I see your son and I think about my brother and my mom. Uh-huh. What is it like to have a child that looks just like your ex? Ah, <laughs> do you know? I don't ever really think about it until people DM me and be like, "Yeah, if that ain't Jamal sitting right really? there, really? Like, wow, mm-hmm. because girl, Kingston, he looks so much like him to Kingston me." Kingston is—I know everybody said that, but Kingston is such a different person. He's so loving. Mm. He is so sweet, and that's good that you can see him for yes. you know himself. So, I don't. I see him as Kingston. I don't see him like That's he looks like his dad. That is great. I think a lot of times, like my brother doesn't look like my dad, but he has like it's crazy. And this how I'm like this is how I know genetics are strong. Mm-hmm. My father wasn't around, but like probably 
around 2015, when I graduated from school, I started being around my father. And I was like, yo, it's crazy how much my brother is like my dad. Right, yeah. Without them even being in each right. other's lives, yeah, mannerisms, right. the way they laugh, like their body language. It's crazy. And yeah. I would, I kind of like flashback to like, you know, like sometimes I wouldn't say I had a tumultuous childhood, but I could see where like my mom was hurting. You yeah. know what I'm saying? With like, my dad was cheating and he just left her with two kids or whatever and i felt like some like hindsight like my my brother was probably so much like my dad she couldn't take it yeah it probably really hurt her and that's what made me think about like you know like how is it how does it feel like you have like part of somebody that has hurt you so much and then another little person that brings you so much joy yeah he's so young and he was so young when i left that's why i don't have kids it's too many complex emotions i raised kingston the first two years because his Mm. dad was off doing whatever the fuck he wanted to so kingston really he had to learn his dad had to learn him and he had to learn his dad Mm. really Mm -hmm. he i know that is so so shocking to me just in the sense of like you never think especially like when you kind of like know like people painting your head especially as a woman Mm -hmm. Or a little girl, you get married, yeah. you have a baby, white you have a family fence. in the white picket fence. Mm-hmm. And then when you feel like as a woman that you did everything that you were supposed to do in the right order or whatever that, whatever that's, however it was supposed to be done. And then this motherfucker go and do, fuck up the plan. Yeah. And it just kind of like, it almost can make you feel like, well, goddamn, like, I don't know. It's just, I can't even put words to it. Like, it's interesting, um, especially, like I said, being single. A lot of these, especially with us growing up with with our friends, we still follow our friends on social media. You can be selective of what you put on social media. Mm. Nobody would have known I was going through the issues mm-hmm. that I went through. I didn't know. I was with him one day, and the next day, a bitch was gone. Hello. She was with him one day, and the next day, she Hello. was skinny. I, yeah, I, was right. I was skinny, and I was gone. <laughs> yes. A lot of the people we went to school with had the same issues I had, and you would never know mm. it until I left him, and they DM'd me like, girl, I was going through the same stuff. Wow. I'm like, what? It does. It puts a damper on you because I still am a hopeless romantic. I want to believe right. that everybody has that soulmate right. out there that I'm gonna find somebody one day that's just you will. everything. But at the same time, I'm like, a lot of these relationships, the men cheating, the women cheating, and mm-hmm. either they putting up with it or they leaving each other mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just I don't know if it's the times or if it's we hooked up with people too young and we didn't know what we really wanted. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because I truly didn't know myself. If you remember at 15, I was quiet. I was yeah. shy. I was very That's reserved. That's you are a totally different person. I'm a totally person. different person now. I'm out and about. My mouth is loud. Yes. I know what I got to say. Girl. Yes. When I say she is like a complete yeah. 180. <laughs> wow. But I love it. Because yes. I feel like I've kind of gone through that before. Maybe people always kind of saw me. Like when I was, well, when you really knew me when we were in high school, mm-hmm. I was the person I am now. When I yep. went to college where people are supposed to blossom, that is kind of when I went into a shell. Really? I felt my least confident. Wow. I felt like, ooh, like I just, I didn't feel good about myself in college. Oh, wow. I mean, because in high school, I you know, it's a though. very, it's I almost like that. big fish, small pond. Right. And then when I went to, especially like the school we went to, it was like not that many black people. Mm-mm. So like in the black circle, you can be like the funny girl. You right. can be, you know, and then when I went to an HBCU and they were like, all black people. A million bitches just like me <laughs> yeah. that are pretty, that got yeah. the body. I, I mean, I felt like I shrunk in that environment. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And not to say it's a bad thing to go to an HBCU because I also learned a lot. It allow, allowed me to see black people mm-hmm. in a bigger perspective, right. I guess you could say. But when I saw you 
I'm gonna say it was like Ashley's coming out party. Yeah, it was. It, I mean, like literally, it was like lay. It's like for every pound she shed, bitch was coming with it. Yeah, applying <laughs> the motherfucking pressure. pressure. Yeah, and it's not. It was her, yeah. and um, I hope she doesn't mind if I mention her name because I'm saying it in an admirable way. Tammy. Yes, Tammy, Tammy was another girl who, when we were in high school, she met her high school sweetheart. Sweetheart, they got married, and Tammy gained weight, and she lost a lot of weight, and. These bitches are killing it. And she's single. And she's single. When I say, like, I'm like, yo, these bitches are killing it. So one thing I want to say is, like, you you talked about um, not really knowing or knowing that other people know or can relate. Right. It's so important that you that people, women like you, mm-hmm. find a platform. Because mm-hmm. yes. guess what? Single in the city. Single in yes. the city. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I, I literally always say there is definitely somebody out there that's going through the exact mm-hmm. same thing Absolutely. that you're going through. Mm-hmm. So even if it's an inspirational message or a live post or whatever, understand that. And this is for every woman out there. You are definitely not alone. Yeah. Like, no. Trust me. Yeah. Situations. How many bitches have been cheated on in this show? Listen. <laughs> Including myself. Situ- all of us. <laughs> situations. Situations can literally Statistics. make you feel like this world is on your shoulders. And mm-hmm. you are the only one. But the minute that you start speaking. Yes. You will find women or people in general who are experiencing what you're experiencing, have experienced what you're experiencing for, and can relate to what you're going through. But that's kind of how, like, the show started. I was engaged. Right. Okay. I were. was engaged um, to a fucking jailbird-ass nigga. <laughs> what a hood nigga that? That I had the most love for, okay, yes. at the time. Hate that. Right? And so... I was engaged, and then, like, things didn't work out. I mean, he cheated. He cheated on me with the bitch that I knew. Got her wow. pregnant. Wow. Oh, then, girl, I found out I was pregnant at the same time. So, he had two babies. Then he told me he didn't love me. He didn't want my baby. And I, ooh, girl. And then yeah, I had I'm a miscarriage. Right like, I'm oh, right now. Yeah. Girl, I mean, but so many, and I went into, like, this, like, deep depression. Yeah. I mean, when I say, like, I've never felt it was like when it hurt so bad that you like physically hurt. Yeah. Like you can just somebody tell you hello and you start crying. Like, and my mom was kind of like, she was like, okay. Um, around the time that I started to turn around was like three months. And she was like, I was telling myself if you weren't starting to get better in about two more weeks, we were going to have to like intervention. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when I said I didn't want to do anything, I didn't want to see, I was embarrassed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I was engaged. And then, you know, once I kind of came back and I was like, Ashley, I was like, you know, revenge body. I kind of got back in the gym, cleared my mental. And honestly, it's not even revenge body. It's really of a gratitude body. It's thankful to myself that I made it through. Because I think so many people think like revenge body because it makes it about them. No, No, this was about me. And I'm thankful that I made it out and I just want to treat myself a little bit better. Okay. And feel good about myself. So I lost a little bit of weight and started traveling a little bit more. And then like I hadn't had the podcast yet. And I, I knew I wanted to do a podcast. I didn't know what I wanted to do it on and then I was like um, I was looking at this girl my brother used to date she Mm -hmm. was engaged and then I noticed that she had removed all his pictures and they broke up but she never like acknowledged and sometimes I be mad I be like hold up you got us you told us how you got engaged you done told us the love story what the fuck happened you got us all invested don't leave us out when the shit go (laughs) wrong and that's how people felt about me but I'm an open book but that's different though people DM me I dragged dragged my ex because I needed you motherfuckers to understand that the pictures of Puerto Rico bitch they no longer exist and this is why and this is why but that's a lesson I had to learn though 
I had to stop caring what other people mm-hmm, thought because mm-hmm. I thought the same thing. It took me so long to leave him because I was like, oh, what are people going to think? What is everybody going to think? We've been together since mm-hmm, high school. We got a kid. Mm-hmm. We're married. People are- They're going to think you're a strong ass woman. Yeah. <laughs> well, at first I was so scared. Yeah. Like, oh my God. And then I was like, actually, these people ain't living your life. These no. people ain't miserable. I mean, mm-hmm. when I lost my first son, I was, like you said, so depressed. Mm-hmm. So depressed. And I never had plans to go back to RN school, but what happened was after he died and then I had my son, I got a newfound strength. I was yes. like, Ashley, your son will never be able to go to college. He'll never be mm. able to say, I want to be a dentist. I mm. want to do stock market. You, So I'm taking the steps that he'll mm. never be able to do. I have checked things off my bucket list that wow. I never thought I would check off because he gave me the strength and my son that is living mm-hmm. gave me the strength because I want him to grow up like my mom is a bad bitch. Yes, she and he is, is strong. He is. Let I, me tell you because from the outside looking in, I'm just like, wow, Ashley is doing yeah. it. <laughs> I mean, like literally your life is just like a complete 180. It I is. feel like, and not even in a negative way, you went from like being a quiet home body type person <laughs> yeah to like somebody that i mean when i say like your confidence exudes i mean it's beautiful just for me i've never met you before tonight but i'm grateful that i did and Thank looking you. at you just because i've been looking at people's eyes yes and i've been like how happy is this person oh she happy as fuck from what, I can see, <laughs> from what i'm what i'm seeing cliches in myself you definitely are living your best life yes Thank yes you. and it's something yeah. about when you hit that sweet spot ah. like i'm okay i'm right and I, that's when single in the city was born that moment that i was like i'm, I'm okay. okay right and i'm one you know you're okay when you can talk about it and not cry right that's it because I'm going to tell you right now, I was in therapy and I couldn't say hello to the bitch without crying. Yes, so when now, you can like talk about it and yeah. not shed a tear, you are, oh, you've gotten to a point. Because I mean, just girl, if you mentioned jail to me, I'm going to cry because that nigga right. was in jail. Like, he was in jail and I used to go to the jail right. and I was there for him. How you going to do that? Right. Stop. <laughs> I used to go to the jail. Stop. <laughs> Girlfriend had posted that she was engaged, and then she didn't post anything after she deleted all these mm-hmm. niggas' photos. And I was like, okay, so clearly she's not engaged in me. Right. We can connect the dots. Right. And I was like, why is it not okay to talk about these things? Especially like I feel like, like we said, unfortunately, cheating sometimes is par for the course. Like mm-hmm. women can talk shit about me if they want, but cheating is not a deal breaker to me in my marriage. Cheating. I feel like, depending on the severity, but right. we can work past you heard it. me say, I, we could have worked past exactly. it if it for that other Depending thing. on the severity, yeah. I can work past a right. cheat. Right. You know what I'm saying? Cheating is called human. Mm-hmm. But, but, fine, human but, but when you talk about <laughs> right. money and bullshit, that cheating Ooh, Girl, brings, don't spend a dollar on a hoe. That's upset. real different. Bitch. If you spend money on a bitch, I am so upset. Right? Because right. I was the, like, I, just like, fuck her, please. Right, like you can <laughs> shake her ass, but it's it, free. You taking my money and giving her. it to her? Fuck her and get it over with. That's what Just I'm saying. Like, fuck her. Dick is free. Yeah. A Birkin bag is not. Right. <laughs> you did what with some money? You took her on a date. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Your feelings are involved now. Oh, yeah. oh not only involved. that. All I can think about is what you didn't do for me. Hey. Right. Oh, I'm you sitting at money at our household. Oh, right. you like her like right. her. I'm sitting at home with your damn child and you out oh, here with this bitch. You like didn't think I want to get my feet done, get my nails done? 
Well, he Ooh. was doing that. He did make sure my hair and my nails was done. <laughs> I'm over it. Now, I ain't going to play him like that. He did make sure I was good. Hold on, girl, because I did keep the fresh he dip. He did make sure I was done good, but. I did keep the fresh dip and the I can appreciate the honesty. And the gel. Now, this is where I draw the line. Okay. This is where I draw the line. He, he was getting my hair and nails done. He ain't a shit nigga, but he kept the bitch up. Right. He did. He did keep a bitch up. He was cheating, but I was looking good at home. I was looking good sitting at home waiting for his ass So he get he get a half a point for being yeah. a okay nigga. Point for that, because as a realist, because I'm a Gemini, so I, mm-hmm. I always see th- all three sides of the story. Mm. So as a realist. Did you want more to drink? I could be like, I don't know. Just a little bit. Pour a little bit around with us. I can always see three sides of the story. So I could be like, well, maybe, um, you know, maybe... I wasn't supportive enough for mm-hmm. I don't know exactly because he never told me. But we do me. that. We no, 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 no. You because know. I think that instinctively as women, when a man steps out on us, we immediately think where we weren't serving him. Right, right. However, I'm a firm believer that if a nigga gonna cheat, he gonna cheat. He gonna cheat, him. and he was a serial you can give cheater. him everything. He was a serial and cheater. He will I find mean. the one. Micro nanogram yeah. that he can find as an excuse to cheat. Well, I can say, I mean, I sucked the fuck that nigga on demand. Hello, girl. She was earning her key. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So I can't say, oh, I wasn't having sex with him or mm. I wasn't doing that. I'm just saying, maybe it was something he didn't like. I, he never told me, but. He was just a no good person. He was, but, he was no, but I think cheater. maybe too at the same token where you feel like you were young and you hadn't experienced other right, people. Right. Maybe he felt the same way. And you gotta think too, like just because y'all were in a relationship don't right. mean that y'all don't have that he don't have friends and niggas that's in their whole phase and right, going. And right. where a woman is fulfilled. Right. A woman like at your age, like honestly, like we said, when we were twenty three and thought and bopping, we wanted what you had. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. But a nigga is like, God damn, my niggas out here fucking everything. Yeah. Right, right, right. And we think it his excuse was, I wasn't going to leave her for you. Nigga, what? Yes. He said, actually, I was never going to leave her for you. Girl, but, but, okay. So but you carried the shit on for three years. That's a blue oh, Yeah. Really? Yeah, because you think about it. After I lost my son and then Kingston, I didn't find out until, you know, Kingston was like a year and a half. So, and I left him when he was like, he was just getting ready to turn two. So if you add the timeline from 2015, girl, I need to pick my jaw up. Yeah. See, so you be trying to get these niggas a benefit of doubt. And as my mama say, ain't no benefit in doubt. Ain't no benefit in doubt. It just it, is it what it is. You didn't my song two years, but not now, because you already passed that. I'm going to write an anthem for you. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to write an anthem for you. You deserve it. Let me write an literally, I literally think of Ashley. When I think of Ashley, I mean, literally, without even knowing the ins and outs of your story, I saw resilience. Yeah. Seriously. Mm. Like, cause you know, like some things you don't even have to say and you can see in a person like they are making it because yeah, yeah. you are far like whatever happiness and whatever confidence, whatever life gives you great things you deserve. Thank you. When I'm, I'm telling you, you, when I look at somebody and I see you got a lip on, a lash on, oh bitch, <laughs> your hair done, a brow on, an mm-hmm. outfit. I'm saying to myself, oh. Oh, she's persevering through yes. everything. Yes. Because we all have been at that moment of depression where we are looking like Celie on her worst But isn't it crazy how we let niggas carry us through? Oh, no, but then you wonder thing. if they go through the things that we go through. You wonder. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, have you ever, like, for me, the part that hurt me when me and my ex-fiance broke up is I felt like he was not 
Like, going through hurting, going, going through hurting, like I was hurting, right. like he had moved on to the next bitch, and it was almost like the for me, it was like wow, it's like I never existed, Girl, and that's we, what kind of like sent me further. And in. that's that's how I felt. I felt mm. like okay, we spent thirteen years together, and you acting like wow. we bear the cross. We bear the cross. We I do. think we bear it in, and the outwardly. <laughs> now I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say men don't bear some cross. But men don't bear the same cross. No, they don't. they're Their not as emotional. Yeah, they're not as emotional. No, as they're nowhere no. emotional. I think I think men bear a cross years down the line. Oh we, yeah, because they always have that the one, the that, one got that got, got away. away. We bear that cross, and then in they the damage as hell. And then they too. bear that cross years down the line when the light bulb finally goes off yeah. and by the time the light bulb goes off on them first of all all it takes is a woman that's the thing one thing i will say is that at least for me my ex didn't try to circle back around until i was over and one thing about a woman is once because like you once said we done we you done. <laughs> left emotionally before yeah. you left physically yeah and so once if you don't catch me while i'm weak you're not gonna catch not me at all me. and bitch I'm period gone. Yes. This is oh, ironic that I'm bringing this person names up, but Jamal Bryant, no shade. The pastor? Real Housewives of Potomac <laughs> represent. Jamal Bryant had made a The post. pastor that has the reputation to protect. The pastor that has the reputation <laughs> with the kids and... Hey, and Giselle. all the baby moms. Hey, Giselle, I love you. Listen, <laughs> though, he made, a, he made a post that I had to repost during my breakup, and it was basically saying... Uh, once I'm gone, you can call me, mm-hmm. you can text me, you can hem haul, you can apologize. But once I'm done with you, that's it. Yeah. I'm over it. Yeah. And I think men get that when I've already passed that thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because had you would come when I was going through, you might. Oh, you might have called me while I was done. Yeah. But you didn't. When you, if you didn't catch me through the moment of. Entry to outro, you are not gonna get no parts mm-hmm, of me. Mm-hmm. But that's when men want to come back around and see what they can get from it. Mm-hmm. By then, the damage is done, baby. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm hurt beyond repair. I just turned off real time. quick now, and once I'm turned off, you can't turn it back on. But I will say, you will get over that. You think so? I think so because what. From my I personal experience, I'm like a light switch. I, yeah, one I day was, I'll be all over you, like, oh, I can see us having kids next day, but no, nah, I was. It went for me at first. It would take the smallest inclination, and then I'm like, you are gone. You <laughs> breathing too loud. You are gone, buddy. We are distant now. We are distant now, bucko. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like once you like. Cause like the, this part is fun, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like that revitalization of really knowing yourself and being single, and then once out, it's not even that you lose that. It's just like you just kind of like the the hard edges will kind of be yeah. sanded yeah. down. You know what I'm saying? Like these things are weighed down a little bit yeah. in a good way because you still have the knowledge to like the foresight of like mm, you want some fuck shit. But the little things that you can work past, because yeah. right now, I mean, that's the thing. I was enjoying when I made single in the city. I was loving mm-hmm. being single, yeah. and you're at the point where you're loving being single or whatever, and you can love being single and then just meet the right person. Mm-hmm. You're like, well, then you ain't single no more because that's how I was when I made it. But it's like the life will have you like. I know what it's like when you out there and you like, I gotta put up with this shit. Yeah. Because for so long you did put up with this shit. Right. And you like, I ain't and it's like, you like I'm not dealing with it anymore. Mm-hmm. And then you realize, okay, that's not realistic. Right. I gotta put up with a little <laughs> shit. Uh, There's yeah. some shit I will put up with, but one thing I don't put up with is 
Let me know the deal breaker. Oh my god, you took the words out of my mouth. Yes, let's I, hear the deal breaker. Before you hear that, before we hear Ashley's deal breakers, I'm going to say this. There are times when you grow and you learn to compromise, right? You learn how to communicate better. But then there's some things that you be like, that Mm-mm. shit ain't going to fly. fuck with you. So what's your deal breakers, Ashley? Lying, like if you mm-hmm. t- if you tell me straight up, look, I only make seventeen dollars an hour. I have two kids, da da da, straight mm-hmm. up off the bag. Okay, but if you tell me, we can that, manage expectations. We can manage expectations. You give me the choice. Mm-hmm. You give me the choice. I pay for me and my son. That's fine. Mm-hmm. We can come together. You know, da da da. But then later on, I find out you only make ten dollars an hour. Because <sighs> them seven dollars make a difference. And you got two kids. Period. And, mm, girl, it's thing. And you got to pay, you know, 75% of your pay a month of child support. That's a big difference. And you in the rears. You, and you in the rears. And you owe $20,000. You That's a big difference. You want garnishment away from being locked no, up. Right. <laughs> my, my sister-in-law, because I had asked her, I said, you know, I make a lot of money now. And then when I become an iron, I'm going to be making even more money. Mm-hmm. I asked her, I said, is it? unrealistic for me to date a man that is truly underneath my pay grade. And she said, mm. Ashley, as long as he makes you happy, yep. she said, but he has to support himself. He mm-hmm. said, if he can't yep. support himself, mm-hmm. no. Mm-hmm. So that's he's got to have some pride about it. Right. So that's been in my mind. As long as he can support himself, we could work together. Yes. Because if you pay an $800 a month apartment note, and then I go and buy a house and the mortgage is 1200 Okay, well, give me 600 Exactly. And mm-hmm. You got a little extra and money. And you just save some money. Look at right. it. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm not... Even though I do make good money, I'm not the type of woman that be like, I make more money than you, nigga. Yeah. No. It's how you make me feel. If you make me feel but good. But it's not and, only and that. I think, too, like, for me, the example of that has been my grandparents, right? So my grandparents, my grandmother, you know, that was a different day and time when, like, having a high school diploma really right. got you a good job. Right. But, like, my grandmother had her GED, and my grandfather went back and got his GED later right. on in life. Right. And so when they met, they had two pennies to rub together between mm-hmm. the two of them. Right. But... They had a desire for more, right. and they had the work ethic, that's, and that's and that's he what has to, to have the drive. He has to have the drive to want more. And part of that is the pride. Like I hate to put my brother business out there, but I'm gonna do it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> At one point, my brother was with a girl, and she um, had like some type of workers' comp settlement or okay. whatever. They lived in New York, so of course, you know, living in New York is like super expensive. Like their rent was like almost three thousand dollars for the like, island to live in the <laughs> island to live right here. Yeah, to I live. Miss. To breathe. To breathe. To breathe was $3,000 a month. And so she got like a pretty decent size workers comp settlement. And her parents came from a little bit of money. So they were like, you know, instead of renting, let's find you a brownstone that you can renovate and you can own it. Okay. So him, they had been together for like three years. You say you love her. You know, this is the girl you want to marry. And so she bought it to him and she said, hey, this is what I want to do. I got X amount of dollars and I want to buy a place. And he was like, I'm not going to live in a house that's yours. See, I said, see, you got the wrong mindset. Too prideful. <laughs> I said, you got it's the wrong. So you rather, I said, you love her. I Spend said, $3,000 on nothing. Because that $3,000 is going to a stranger, to, to a stranger. Yeah. But this is the woman that you say you love, right? right? And if she is, and I think it was that pride, because mm-hmm. he wasn't in the position to do mm-hmm. it for himself or for them, per right. se. And because he couldn't do it, he didn't want it. Right. And so she was like, well, you could just, what we're paying now, we just split it and my mortgage will be the same and we could, you know, just, yeah. we'll have something and it's ours and but then when we get married, I'll put you on the deed. And he was like, yeah, what if we break up? Nigga, you was going to pay somebody anyway. Right. Like you was going to pay somebody anyway. Right. Now, where she and I are different is I would have bought my house regardless. Mm. <laughs> I would have bought it and I would have never so told So I had the same problem when I graduated 
you know, I was a nurse. I had really good credit. Mm-hmm. I had got approved for $150,000 loan. I was going to buy this um, townhouse. Mm-hmm. And my ex was like, no, I don't want to own a home. So I didn't do that, which was the mm. dumbest mistake because we we're paying twelve fifty a month for an apartment, and you could have had a house like something that was, house, that, that was yours, that was yours, girl. It was like six something because my credit was so yep. damn good. It was mm-hmm. like six something mm-hmm. a month, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so. Yeah, I, but that's when you have to realize, and like I think but that it that's takes a, a certain man. it takes a certain man yep. and a certain type of woman. Yes. Like had I think that like had she had the confidence. You know, like, I, I can't necessarily say that I was in that position ever, but I think if she had the confidence to say, like, like like we said on the show before, until we are married, I am single. Right. And you right. still got to operate in some level. That was her putting that in her she shed. Exactly. Right. That was the she shed. Yep. And now when they broke up, she's like, God damn, I wish I had my she shed. Yeah. Right. And now you ain't got she shit. Now you ain't got nothing. Ain't got she shit. Ain't got she You ain't got she You ain't got she I hate you. <laughs> you ain't got shit. You ain't got shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like, to me, and like, I when she talked, like, you know, once again, I hate when I have to do this. He didn't already told me, but then when she called me, I got to act like I ain't know nothing that right. was going on. Exactly. And so it's kind of weird because even though, even though he's my brother, I kind of felt like I needed to have like a woman to woman conversation yeah. with her. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was like, look. You are your own woman. She mm-hmm. was very successful to me at her age. Like, she was, like, four years younger than my brother. She was a lead designer for Tommy Hilfiger. Wow. Like, she was, like, smashing her goals. Wow. And I said, you cannot let any man deter you from your goals. Like, right. you've set personal goals for yourself thus far that you've accomplished. It don't stop now. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't stop because you're with somebody. If anything, that's the person that should say, how can I help you? Exactly. If they love you and they see a future with you, exactly. how can I help? How can I aid in making this happen? Because ultimately, if you are planning on being with them, what's good for them is good for you. Yeah, exactly. So when a nigga stop worrying about what's good for us. Yeah. It's time to go. <laughs> yeah. And so I just think that you have to always have like that, that she shed, like, yep. like you said, and the she shed comes in many things, even if it's like, look on Sundays, that's a day to myself. I need yep. to be able to do some things alone. Yep. See, and they can ask me about my she shed. And I'm going to say, what's that? Mind your business. Not what's that? I don't even know what that is. What's a she shed? Mind your business. Cause there's certain things that you just don't have access to until I mm-hmm. become your wife. And mm-hmm. even when I become mm-hmm. your wife, you, we as women have to hide away some of us. Mm. Yeah. And that's the thing. You can't lose your identity. You can't. Because yeah. you, gotta... you do lose your identity because you give away your last name. Mm, I didn't. I mean, you're splitting. Mm. You go from spending all your holidays and your holiday traditions mm-hmm. with your family. Mm-hmm. And then now you got to go split your holidays. We're going to do Christmas here and Thanksgiving there. Yeah, you got to hide, you gotta hide yeah. away a little bit of yourself. You got to keep not your own idea. It's not about mm. being selfish. It's about practicing self-preservation. Mm. It's a difference between selfish and self preserving yeah. mm-hmm. preserving and it means, turns them on because it really turns them off when they like oh, I, I can walk all over her I can get her to do anything mm-hmm. but then they see this girl mm-hmm. and she don't she, 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 she makes them and she don't make and she makes them big and yeah. they, yes, oh, they yes. love they Isn't love that it. crazy like, I'm, love I'm giving you opportunities and loving your broke dusty ugly ass <laughs> right but this bitch over here is treating you like shit, shit and you and running you running, running. That's, why, that's why I said I don't have no problem with these bitches that dog these niggas. Oh, I don't do, either. Dog their ass. I don't either. Because you might get a husband dogging a nigga these days. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. just saying. Period. <laughs> Period.
Period. You might get a husband. You really might get a husband you dogging a nigga out. You might get a husband dogging these niggas these days. It's like on, what's that movie? Um, the Five Heartbeats. He's like, every day I got to fight to defend my love. <laughs> I just said it yesterday. Every day I got to fight to defend my love. Look, you might get a husband dogging these niggas. You, you don't mind. You be nice to these motherfuckers and you were in your ass up black. Because guess what the phrase Cause is even, very true. Because even Cardi said, I don't cook and I don't clean. Listen, Let me show you how nice, I got this ring. Nice guys finish last. And that's always been the rule. Yeah. Mm. I'm gonna start looking at these niggas. But Cardi cannot cook and not clean because she got money. Y'all hoes that ain't got no money, you can't do that. Stop trying to be Cardi. Cause y'all, y'all don't have Preach. the goals or the money. I want to clarify that because I'm that is true. These girls working at yes. McDonald's saying they can't cook and clean. Bitch, you need to cook and clean. You need to. She got up in the mic. Listen, let me tell you something. You broke hoes. Listen up real carefully, okay? <laughs> testing one, testing one. This is why yes. you broke hoes in the back. Cardi cooking and cleaning because she can pay somebody huh. too. What? Talk Ooh, about that's a word. I, I that's your wage. And I'm, and I'm sorry to tell you, everybody does not have a wand. We need to clarify that too. Listen. Well, look, we had a if you pull in the lube out. You ain't we got had that a, We had a conversation about this before in the podcast. Uh, no, I know, I listened like, to that. I said, well, maybe it was a walk before you got here. Niggas don't take enough responsibility. That's true Think because if I'm turning Because I know I had a walk. Hello? Uh, yeah. But you got to unlock the walk capability. Because yeah. if I'm turned off, my bitch is like, no, bitch, he cannot come in here. <laughs> I will tighten the fuck up. Like, it will clamp down like a chastity yeah. belt. Like, nigga be like, and they're like, oh, wow, it's they, been a while. They be like, no, I'm just ain't trying to they, do this. They be, they be like, they be like damn, what's wrong? You good? Be like, baby, look. look it, it's not look, me. It's, it's not her. her. It's like a Venus flytrap. She real bougie. She real bougie. She real bougie. What's going on? You good? I'm great, but she's not feeling You niggas got to take accountability. I'm just saying, like, be like, you got some pussy? I, for real, right now, I ain't even got it. <laughs> you know, I be lying. I be like, I'm on my period. It just started. Girl, look. I, I was really horny, too. At one point in my thought and bop tenure, I used to lie. I'm like, I'm on my period. And then at one point, I was like, I'm not lying. I don't want to. Well, nigga, That's ask me for some pussy. Bitch ass, Rudy. My cash app is. But sometimes, you now know. that is the wop weather. You want to you wanna <laughs> cuddle and shit. So you're mm. trying to get them to come over, but you just don't want to fuck him. I don't want to cuddle. Cuddle with my bank account, baby. But if you can't cuddle with my with my Now, phone, come on, Joy. Cuddle. You can't. You can't. You know that. A good cuddle is still yeah. good. Girl, fuck a cuddle. Oh. You're lying. Yes. Oh. I still I like to be held. I like to be held. See, you too much of a thug. Yeah. Okay. No. I like to be held. Uh-uh. No. So if anybody likes long hugs and and, and booty rubs and booty rubs <laughs> I do like my booty rub though yes. um, you can holler at me now I'm just <laughs> first of all you too much of a savage for me yeah, I, don't think, I, like, I don't think I ever reached the level of savage that I didn't want to cuddle no nah, cause I definitely want to cuddle but I might be, be like, like are you serious Cuddle for what? Now I did. I was on the level of savage when I be ready to let these niggas go. Like, you, like you're saying, I'm a house a little too long. I didn't want you to spend the night. Oh I yeah, I will quick up. I'll get up and be like, all right, I gotta work in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, they be like, damn, you kicked me out. Definitely, I'm definitely. Carmen D. Hi. What yeah, you doing? I definitely be kicking them out right now. Huh? I'm trying to figure out why you didn't hit me back on Friday. You said, what you doing Friday? I said a wedding. Today is Friday. No, I said Saturday. You said Friday. Oh, I'm ghetto. <laughs> I'm at the podcast. I see. Okay. Finish your job. Ooh, not finish your job. And I, ooh, I see you with your maid clothes on, maid. Remember loving him? <laughs> <laughs> I see you got your little maid outfit on, maid. Mm. Okay, Jocelyn. <laughs> Let me know when you got time for me. 
I'm gonna call you when I'm done, boo. Right, <laughs> I see you with your little maid clothes. Girl, don't come over here. Don't cuddle with me. Don't ask me nothing, honey. What you need? That don't ask me what you doing. Ask me what you need. Not, what? You can replace Yo, the W. Another level of savage. You can replace the W Y D with the W Y N, motherfucker. Period. What you need? I need oh, what you need. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Look, there's nothing wrong with a what you need. I mean, I just with what. But you sometimes need. you need a cuddle. Yeah. Like I really think that there's sometimes you just need some attention. Listen. Come on, speak. Come on now, because recently she done held on to the she, counter for look, this one. She didn't have. Listen. Recently, <laughs> and I'm probably gonna tell myself, and if he listens to this, he's probably gonna laugh. But I started messing with this new guy and. This nigga massaged my back while he was hitting it from the back. Ooh! And what I mean, I never knew what I was missing in my life oh. until he did that shit. Therapeutic. Bitch. I mean, he was deep stroking and deep, deep, deep tissue. Oh. Deep tissue with the deep stroke. I was the hurt all his post, I really need a massage. And he really, I was like, now I'll be yes. Yes. Okay, so let me ask you this. Is your ex still following you on social media? So... This is what I should knew he was on some nigga shit. Uh-huh. He deleted social media after we lost our first son. I thought it was because he said he was going through this depression shit. He deleted social media because that bitch was posting pictures of him. And that's how I. Oh, he didn't want to be tagged. He didn't want to be tagged by me or her. Mm. He Yeah. So, no, he does not have social media as far as I know. I've had to now Girl. delete his family members because they were. Reporting back yep. to him. It's yep. always a reporter. Yep, always. Like, I had to get one of his it's little always cousins a, straight. A, a 12 always on your side. Yeah. I had to get one of his cousins straight because I said, what the fuck I post on my Facebook? It's my business. It's my business. I don't necessarily post things that is going on with me, but I might find funny. Yeah. Yeah. Especially on Facebook. Yeah. And that's what people need to realize. Like, everything like ain't about me. Fits, that's your problem. It's not mine. And Her, I'm not going to censor myself come for on, you. Period. I'm not going to censor myself. I see other people going through my yeah. yeah. family. I'm like an I was talking about somebody yeah. in the family. Here I am being I'm like, a vessel. I'm an influencer. I'm, a, I'm an influencer and a vessel. Right. I'm merely speaking to the people. I right. feel your hurt. Right. I'm an empath. Like, Motherfuckers be like, oh, I'm sorry you going through, baby. First of all, I never said it was yeah, <laughs> so he does not, as far as I know, he does not see anything on my social media or. So tell me about the kneading in the back and the kneading in the ass. I need to know about this, <laughs> girl. I don't know. I ain't never had no the shit done like Okay, that. so my thing is, did that earn him a pass back? Hell yeah, he been back three times. Period. Period. Come on, regular. He's a regular. Love to see it. I do. I was like, well, I'm gonna have to school everybody. He's putting in overtime. He putting in overtime, and he made sure he came on his scheduled days. Yeah. I'm living All vicariously. Time too. I'm living vicariously. And right text now, me in so. the morning. Good morning. Oh, good morning. Yeah. Love a good follow through. L- listen, because because customer service has got to be on yes, point. Yes, and I don't like to see people that often, but shit. <laughs> I mean, yes. I'm just a bitch with the back. Yeah, he was mm-hmm. deep. Oh. Mm. He knew what you needed. <sighs> Ooh, I had to drink on that. You can thank him for me. I wasn't even involved. I wasn't there. It was amazing. But on on behalf of the sisterhood, yes, we was, thank you. Yeah, he was, he was deep stroking <laughs> and enjoying and needing like the, yes. the elbow. Yes. <laughs> Next thing you know, this nigga to put essential oil out. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny hold because on, I don't know if y'all seen that King Midas going around on Instagram. Uh-uh. I have. I have followed. Look him up. I got him. He on gives my you day. erotic massages, but but he's dressed and stuff. But he'll get I between your legs and massages shit. This and I had posted I needed that, and he follows me on social media. So I don't know if he was this trying to be on some King shit. He came to your house with the dick 
and the hot and, stones. And the hot stones, okay? And Just lay still from the one He's second. a pretty buff guy, so I was already thinking to myself. I like, think I did see somebody repost I'm him. Like, I'm like, he's probably King small. Right you said what? It ain't that good. Um, right you know, I had already think, like, it's not that good. His dick is probably small because he's, he's a pretty buff guy. So let me ask you this. The shit was bombed. That's all. Would you be open to a relationship now? Or are you like, I just want to be single and I'm loving it? I would be open to a relationship, but the thing is, I still have a year left in school. Mm -hmm. So right now, I would be open to exclusively dating. Okay. With the intention. What that means is regular dick. Right. (laughs) Consistent dick. If I call you, your ass better be Mm. here because if not, I'm going to get an attitude. Okay. Like straight up. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, because I like the. Okay. okay. I do. I have a now sex you're problem. Speaking my language. Yes, I have a sex problem. Mm. I like to fuck. So if I call you, you tell me. Yeah. And I know you ain't. If I know you're not busy, like you, like I'm at home. Oh no, I ain't never seen him. And you don't come through. Yeah. So I would be open to. You are lying, yes, bitch. Rub that back. So baby. he was on some shit like that while hitting it from the back. Okay. I don't believe he has clothes on. Listen. He's going to be in North well, Carolina. I'm going like to see what his rates are now. <laughs> no, see for real. Let me Please know. do it and report back. No, see for real. Let me know. Like, shit. Oh, shit. Not protect your peace in the caption. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, like he gets between the rub legs. These, and rub these cakes real quick. That's what I'm trying to say. Like... I'm living by curse to you. Actually, yes, I have to give you sex in over here now. Listen, I couldn't go. Does he classify himself as erotic massage? No, he says he's a he's a massage massage therapist. therapist. He used to do. He used to do. um, He's a celebrity massage therapist. He used to be a personal trainer. He said he noticed. No, he he noticed his clients were always complaining of aches and pains. First of all, why you know the bio? Oh, because I've done looked at multiple videos. Okay, let me lose my pla- let me use my platform to get on his page, Hold girl. On. Wait, okay, okay. See, this is where I feel like the old Mary lady. I didn't know about King Midas. Well, remember one episode I had commented that I just had my sexual awakening because before yes. then it was Mary. Was that the sex. was that the back massage? No, that's that's recent. Like this is a whole different sexual awakening. My original sexual awakening. Please was, do tell. I realized that I really like Fifty Shades of Grey type mm. shit, like choking. Yeah, come on, Christian. I'm your bitch. The dig down my esophagus, mm. like the shit bruised the next day. I can, it, it hurts to swallow. Speak on it, sis. Send you to the doctor. Have you thinking you one time he gave me a damn bruise from my shoulder down to my damn yes. elbow. Like, I know you bruise easily. Sis. I know I'm light skinned mm. I was like, what? I like that so. That was mm. the sexual awakening. I was like, Ooh. okay, I'm about to. So be you was having like conservative sex, and then you realized. Wait a minute. I was like, oh, I like to be dogged out a little. I like to be dogged out. I like to be dogged out. I like to be submissive because I'm, I'm in so control of so much of mm-hmm. my life that the bedroom is mm-hmm. the one area that mm-hmm. I like to be submissive in. Now, when you were married, would you say that you still like to be submissive or did you like to be a little bit more dominant when you were married? No, I'm not going to say that this sex was terrible when I was with him because it yeah. was. He ain't good pussy, ain't going to lie. <laughs> and, and he did. I love that you give him his props. I'm going to give him his props. Let me tell you something about me right now. I'm over here like, Keep talking. <laughs> I'm gonna give him props. You know, I ain't gonna take nothing from him. I he did was, have his he was a shit husband, but <laughs> the sex was decent. Okay. It's just 
I mean, when it's on, you only have one thing to compare it to. Right. And like I said, I was I was a big bitch then. Yeah. I won't pop and lock and drop them like mm, I am. Now, now you're flexible. I'm, but you I'm still have to walk, though. I'm confident. I do oh, it was any, walk. And, and <laughs> when you think it's a warm walk, child. Girl, I did have Um, But now I'm popping up at your house in lingerie with the high heels on. It's just a different. Because one of the main things about good sex is confidence. You got to own that shit. I love it. I just love your confidence. I love it. And a lot of women don't have it. And somebody approached me about teaching a class on seduction. So I'm going to see where it goes. I feel like Ashley is the type of bitch to walk away from a nigga and be like, I fucked the shit out of him. Yeah. (laughs) Like I snatched your soul and I'm not giving it back. You know how niggas be like, I hit that? Ashley's probably the bitch like... I fucked him. I fucked him. She's that sack and I'm not giving it back. And I'm not giving it back. And you don't get sacked. And it's funny because this guy, when when he hit me up, he was like, all the memes you post about fucking, you ain't about nothing. Let me find out you ain't shit. Showed him. Walk it like I talk it. I walk it like I talk it. Hey. I love to Hello. I'm 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 taking this all in. Listen, yes. let me tell you. I told you, Ashley is Miss Single in the City 2020. She definitely yeah. is Miss Single in the City 2020. I mean, literally the epitome because what it means is resilience yes. and really like finding yourself. Redefining. And I mean, not, you know what? Maybe not even finding yourself because deep down you always know who you are. Right. But being having the confidence to really bring that person to, to the surface and not care yeah. what people think because yes, you know, people the moment like, you stop you giving a fuck with people. Yes, think that's the you key. will be so happy first that's of all redefining your situation but i i know plenty of women that look at themselves every day and swear up and down don't no man want them yes and that hmm. could be no matter how you look girl and, and these be, niggas on my 600 pound life be having honey. hold up because i'm about to run i'm about to get up <laughs> I'm about to get up and run. I done seen every episode. Matter of fact, I took a picture because I was looking like that bitch one day. No, you Listen, won't. No, you won't. I did. I told my daughter. What I have to say is this. When you have entered a level into your life, when you know you got... Listen, you niggas got don't it, like... Girl, you got Niggas it. don't like... They hey, don't, that's my theme song. Yeah. <laughs> niggas don't like ass. They don't like titties. They, they don't, don't like face. They, they like confidence. You, these yep. things don't... Whew, they they don't like confidence. They do like They confidence. love they the do. way you love yourself. Mm-hmm. So you do whatever it takes to make you love you mm-hmm. better. Mm-hmm. And if that takes nothing but just loving you, you do that well. And if you're a broke bitch, still make sure you cook and clean. That's Hello. right. You, yes, that's important. Confidence, cook, cook and, and clean. Cook and clean. And confident. The three C's. Confidence, cook, cook and, and clean. clean. Hello? C-C-C. If you got a little money, you might not you might be able to get away with that cooking. <laughs> so if you got if you got some 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 confidence and some cook and a little Compensation, you might be getting away. <laughs> right, right, but most right. of all, have that cook clean and that. But confidence. that is true. I definitely think that men date confidence. They do, they especially do. even women. I think, like my uncle told they me before, do. and I definitely agree. He was like, people date at the level of their confidence, yeah. or whatever. So, like, if you are the type of man where you don't, you're not really confident. For men, all right, for women, it's our physical, right? Like, mm-hmm. if our body's not this way, niggas won't like us. Mm-hmm. But for a man, it's money. Right. And power. So mm-hmm. if you're a man and you don't really have, because there's plenty of broke niggas that have a lot of confidence that be right. bagging bitches. bitches. Yeah. 
hell but they don't <laughs> stick around because they don't have the confidence to keep you nope. what i was saying Speak earlier they it. will lie because yeah. they think they deserve me mm. but then when they get in there they're like i can't keep the that's so true and then Ooh, that's now right. she's telling you about yourself she definitely you would have told her about they, herself they at the beginning of this you are wild y'all just keep talking about you each other you are talking to me that is so funny. Because on Joy's gross. episode, you basically said that. Like, they have enough to, like, to get you. But they can't but, keep but they, it up. But they cannot. They don't have the confidence it takes to keep The wherewithal. Up. <laughs> it's a facade, baby. Yes. Mm, it's a facade. Exactly. Mm, because you know what? It's cute to buy some Gucci shoes and you go on a trip every now and then. But when it really comes down to, like, how are we going to build? What's right. your credit? Right. What Even if your Those, credit is not great, what, what is your you, plan to get your credit there? Exactly. When you, when you start talking about, I even think that it's, it's bad credit a deal breaker for y'all. It's not a deal breaker for me if you're trying to improve that bad credit. Or if you at least recognize. Or you that can at least bad. recognize. If you know you got bad credit. that's the first step. <laughs> and then you like, well, fuck it, I already got bad credit. Uh, no, not no, fuck it, not, baby. Let's not, not make it bad. Not fuck it, <laughs> I'd rather deal with a nigga that don't even know what credit Cause is. Because then you're going mm, to ruin my credit. We're not doing that. No, that's what we're not doing. Real and coming from thing. a bitch that had to rebuild. Because I yeah. did that typical thing of in college getting all them credit cards. I had to rebuild. And too. I be feeling like, I'm not going back. Yeah, that's I how I feel, and like I don't, I don't sign for cars. Yes, and I don't down anybody because sometimes to me, what credit looks like is life circumstances. Right, I, there have been times where I'm working hard and it's still not enough right. to make the ends right. meet the way I want them to. So, right. like, like I said, like, like you said, it's about your attitude yes. about it because there are yes. some people that say what's well, already bad fuck it and there's some people like it's not where it needs to be but i want to make it better yeah. i don't really know how and i can help point you in the right yes. direction to get those exactly. resources i'm not gonna pay it for you yeah. but i can i can, yeah, I can yeah. even show you how to delete some shit off okay right. i can tell you how to dispute something but she I'm not got the whole pre-stamps right boss. i'm not gonna be helping all these niggas <laughs> and then i ain't got nothing to like her she's boss i'm not gonna help you for all this is not Ashley's credit repair <laughs> service. No. Do not endorse me or promote uh-uh, me. No, no. <laughs> I'm just saying, I point a nigga in the right direction. If you got mm-hmm. some building blocks, I can help. Come on, building blocks. With yeah. the cement. You gotta have some blocks. You gotta have some building blocks. Come on, the glue that hold it And we don't mean Lego blocks, okay? For you fake niggas. We mean real Cinder blocks. Solid blocks. Cinder bricks. Some that got some weight to them. Like, because, hey, like, those cinder blocks could also be, I work like, at Amazon, but I'm in school for my engineering. Exactly. Or better yet, sometimes those those heavy blocks are character. You know what I'm right. saying? Yes. I'm loyal. I'm yes. hardworking. Yes. I'm honest. I'm family yes. oriented. And I'm ambitious more than I'm anything. I'm ambitious. That's what I look at. Because I could be mm-hmm. loyal and hardworking, but not want a damn thing from mm-hmm. life. So right. when you look at somebody, you be like... You want more? Do you really want to show me? And they say, mm-hmm. this is everything, and I'm showing you. I just don't know how to do it. I'm going to help you do that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, I'm trying to get my nurse practitioners. Mm-hmm. Oh, girl, you're bringing in the big bucks. Bitch, I'm trying you to bring adopt me? Yes, come on. <laughs> I'm trying to, look, I, I'm trying to build my house. I'm trying to travel the world. I mm-hmm. have big goals that yes. I'm trying to meet. And you can't be them. scared of them. With like, or without a dude. Yep. Mm-hmm. You can't with be scared. With or without. Don't let nobody take them from you, honey. So if you find doing what you're doing and that's all you want to do the rest of your life, that's not mm-hmm. going to work with me mm-hmm. because that's not all I want to yep, do. Yep. I don't want to be comfortable. I was comfortable and the shit did not no, work. No, no. I'm trying I to be, be comfortable um, in a different way. Right. I want to be comfortable like I look around like, oh, this shit is mine. Yes. See, the thing about having what you want is learning how to be uncomfortable. 
Because people mm-hmm. who are too comfortable, Ooh. they'll never change. No, right. But no. you got the institute. That's why I ask people say, you complaining. No, 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 no. Don't mistake Yes, I hate it. Don't that. mistake my, confl- my complaints for being uncomfortable. Me being uncomfortable is evident that I want greater than what right. I have today. Right. So you get, get. I encourage everybody listening, get uncomfortable. Yes. Because that's going to take you into your next level. Yes. And then you can find comfort in the things you want and continue to move forward. Right. I think, like, even... My wife. I think that she's ambitious, but I do think that I'm like a little bit more like fast paced ambitious. Like I'm like, I'm very, very goal oriented yeah. in the sense of like, it doesn't stop for me. And, and to the wrong person, it could seem like, God damn bitch, you ain't never satisfied. But my whole thing is like, just because I reached this point, why can't I do this? Why can't I do that? Yeah. Why can't I do this? And I remember like, we got the house, then I got a new car and I was like, okay, so we should buy a property. And she was like, God damn bitch, you haven't even put a hundred miles on the car. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? That's what I admire about you. So you looked at and admire me but when you first came out with your podcast I'm like damn Chelsea doing the motherfucking thing like I always remembered you in high school like you said big personality Mm -hmm. you always wanted to be seen Mm -hmm. and just you were always co-hosting something, and then mm-hmm. you got on the radio, and then when you got to I used to do the morning announcement. Yeah, she used to do the morning announcement. Good morning, Monica Hyde. So when she got her <laughs> podcast, I was like, you know what? That is the definition of a woman knowing her talents mm-hmm. and fine-tuning Thank that you. shit to work for her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I love to be a nurse. That's what I'm going to fine-tune. Right. So one day, I'm going to own some group homes. Or yes. I'm going to fine-tune it to what I want to be. And mm-hmm. that's the definition of knowing what you're good at and really using it to your advantage. And not only is that the definition, but as a spiritual person, I do believe God wants us Mm -hmm. to use our talents Mm -hmm. to live our lives. Mm -hmm. He didn't Mm -hmm. bless us with things that we're good for. To just keep them to ourselves. ourselves Or to tell others. He wanted us to let that be what makes our lives move. Mm -hmm. So whatever it is that you do, you nurse, you sing, you, you, you broadcast, you do whatever, your talents are supposed to sustain your life. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Absolutely. And I, I feel bad for people that are in positions that I they've been hate in. hate to see for it. 20, to, you, You've been I on the phone, the phone for 27 years. Yeah. Man, I feel like that was a shot fired to Keisha. It might have been. <laughs> hey, Keisha. No. You've been on the phone for 25 years. But for real though, Keisha might have a, a an ambition to sew or motivate. Or better yet, this is what I always say is like some of the most talented people you find are in the hood. Yeah. Yes. Fashion designers, yes. people that do hair. They're so creative. and But they just don't have the confidence and or the resources the to do it. Yeah. And they don't know that they can because they're surrounded and those by are the pants. Exactly. You know? Exactly. There's yeah, so you're many. You're always going to be in the hood, girl. Like, yeah, there's so many like people that could be salon owners mm-hmm. or hair owners yep. that like create it's so many like techniques that live in the hood with hair you like god damn how you do that ponytail how you do this exactly. and they just have it and so like you said i do think that like you're supposed to like be able to live your passion and for so long i was fighting trying to find my space like mm-hmm. when i the last time i reconnected with ashley i was working part-time at a restaurant yep. because i was still trying to like Make I was working at the radio station, but the radio station wasn't paying me what I wanted to be paid. And right. I, was like, I, I know what I want to do, so let me. Right. I'm not above hustling and making an honest Hello? living. You know right. what I'm saying? So when I saw Ashley at the restaurant, and I was like, "Oh my god, bitch, you look so good." Yeah, that, was yeah, that was Valentine's Day. Uh-huh. Bitch came in in a corset. That shit. 
I'm gonna tell you. I had I the blonde wig. I, I knew hair. that we. I knew it was a restaurant, but she was serving I, the look, meal. It was Valentine's Day, so I was like, you know, me and my best friend was like, we're gonna go out and eat together or whatever. So when I walk in the restaurant and then all the basic white bitches was wearing sweaters and jeans. Oh yes, like, let me tell you something about a real one. And the jeans and the jeans with the boots with the sock in. Yeah, something about a real one. Ready to snatch everybody, me. My fuckers be like, bought me some wine because she was like, bitch, you are the best looking thing in this. Let me t- they say you why caught you- my eye. They said, "Why you do what you do?" Listen, I'm a different type of girl, babe. That's right. I'm not the normal girl. What you Can't mean? Nobody do what I'm, I I'm, do. I'm not. I'm not like the normal girl. Yes. Right. I mean, Ashley caught my eye. I didn't even at first. Yes. I mean, I've been seeing her on social. I was like, "Oh, that's Ashley." She did. She yes. said, "Ashley." I was like, "I literally." <laughs> and you know, this this will be what crazy. You be so shocked, but you know that you know what you're seeing, and you still say it like a question. Right. And that's she, right. I was like, I know. But she, she hadn't seen me I hadn't in seen person. person. Oh. And I at mean, baby girl. Yeah. She prepared like, yeah. and your friend wasn't at the table yet when I first no, came over. she wasn't. So I, I said, where is this nigga? I got to see <laughs> who is getting all this treats. And at the time, she was like, well, I got a friend that I could introduce you to. <laughs> For real, I mean, cause let me tell Come you, on through Ashley. <laughs> in the words, of my grandma used to, my great grandma used to say, "I don't born no shit." The bitches I know ain't shit. Hello. So you know what I'm saying? I got some bitches for you. I didn't mean like like some of my guy friends now they're kind of in relationships or whatever. But I mean like really nice my guy friends yeah. and they're like, you know any nice girls, Chelsea? You always know you always know nice girls. That's right, cause I ain't shit. So I'll hang around shit. Ain't I don't shit, know no bitches that ain't right. shit. I don't, I don't follow no bitches on Instagram that ain't shit. Same. Girl, cleanse your timeline. Same. It cleanse all my your motherfucking timeline. Our boss bitches. Yes. All my friends. I don't even want to see the shit. I don't want to see it. I don't hang out with it because yeah. if you can't fly to Trinidad with me, <gasps> uh, if you can't, come on, Trinidad. You know that's, like, that's, that's another one. That's another one. That's another. I say, look, let me tell you something. She's gonna make this motherfucking ex eat his heart yeah, out. Yeah, she yeah. went to Trinidad. He was mad as a bitch too. This the bitch, bitch went to Trinidad. Did you serve in Trinidad? She wore dental floss and rhinestones. I fucking served in Trinidad. Dental floss and rhinestones. This man was all over it. Did you serve in Trinidad? Ashley was wearing dental floss and rhinestones, living her best. Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, Ashley will be hosting a class on confidence <laughs> and, and, and how to be a bad boss bitch. If you're feeling any kind of way about what you have going on, if you look in the mirror and you're not too satisfied, I want you right now to stop and dial 1-800-555-BADBITCHWITHASHLEY. She will not only get you together, but you'll be going on a trip and slaying the scene in no time. In no time. International, okay. International, in no time. Because let me tell you, them training women were beautiful, asses mm-hmm. out, but when I mean everybody was flocking to come on, come on. See, see, I'm gonna tell you what my mama and my mama and my grandma in the back of the day they said she got that scent on her. Mm, it's something about you when you got you. that scent. Mm, that, that scent is bad, bitch. Ooh, when that scent, when you come through with that scent on you, I'm trying to tell you. Ashley got the scent. That bitch took a bath. She in got the scent. She baby. took a bath. She submerged. She got her hair wet with that she shit. She got the scent on I her. I mean, it's myself. just so crazy. Cleanse like, yourself myself. in the scent. I'm telling you, like, I love the woman that you have Thank become. You. I mean, I loved you before. Thank but, like, as we evolve as women and we yes. realize, like, who we really are and. Yep. 
Ashley is that bitch. And I mean, when I say and. like somebody, she's somebody, you know, you look at somebody and I, I consider like in my mind, I always have like these everyday heroes, okay. right? She's a mom. She's on her career. Like even when I launched my merch, Ashley was one of the first people to purchase my merch. I was on that shit. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> she was one of the sad. first people That's to uh, purchase. Like even, even looking at like, she's just a supportive yeah. friend. Yeah. Like we have girls in high school that started lip gloss lines and everything. Yeah. I be knowing who to buy from from Ashley. Yep. Because not only does she buy it, ha, she posts it. I do. And give reviews. Yes. And give reviews. Okay. But, but that's why she is so great and so mm-hmm. successful. And that's why she has such yeah, a... Yeah, I was in... Come, come on, on, Ashley. Come on, Ashley. Come on, we was, Ashley. We was in the streets. Ooh. Ooh. This was the kind of shit you ever you ever see somebody on a trip and then you be mad they invite you, but then yeah. you're like, oh, I'm talking to them all the time. This girl went and bought know, everybody let me was like, when you going back? I'm like, look, I'm trying to I plan was the trip so to go back. That you didn't invite me, and then I really had to humble myself and like, bitch, y'all don't talk every day. Well, let me tell you the funny day. thing about that. My best friend came to me and was like, hey, you want to go to Carnival? And I'm like, yeah. So I'm thinking New Orleans. So the girl mm. that was planning the trip. Tasha, she's a little older, but she's part Trini, so she had some. Ain't nothing wrong with love. She was like, you gotta get nothing about extra seasoning. No, because she was with the shits, okay? (laughs) Okay. You gotta get your passport. My dumb blonde ass, because I'm blonde sometimes. Uh, (laughs) I was like, you gotta have a passport to go to New Orleans now? She was like, bitch, we're going to Trinidad. I said, excuse me, what? But. I'm a type of person. I ain't gonna back out of shit. No, no, I'm, right, right, I'm okay. all in. Come on, now. Yes, I'm all yes. in at this point. So next thing I know, I had a passport. Bitch was living her life. best motherfucking <laughs> yeah. life. And you know, it's so funny I because I um, one of my. Uh, Two of my girlfriends, Samia and Kira, they went to Barbados yes. for Carnival one time. They had the best time of their lives. And so, like, my friend Samia is kind of, like, heavy set or whatever. She's mm-hmm. always been heavy set. And so, when she went to Barbados, so, Kiara is, like, the Coke bottle friend. Yeah. You know Kiara. Kiara got a bomb in she, she always had the fucking yeah. body. And yeah. as we've gotten older, that body has just, like, boom, pow. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. In all the right places. So we went, they said that, well, I said we went, because you know when you be stalking a bitch Instagram, yeah, somebody's like, like, we was there. We, there. we was there. You really start we believing you was there. Just like Ashley Strip, I was there. Right. I was drinking the rum with y'all. I was posting all right. the videos. Oh, and, and you know, even you be invested when, even when you see the little dots at the top of the store, you're like, I'm still going to watch it. Right. <laughs> exactly. They went to Barbados and the key, uh, Samia was telling me that that was like the most beautiful she had ever felt because it like is. her body type was like so embraced. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like men were just like, there was girls she, 400 pounds in fucking thongs yes. and fat hanging so, out, but they was out there. Because, because, because y'all brought that up, I think women need to understand sometimes it takes you to get out of your element yes. to be able to appreciate who you are. Mm-hmm. Because you mm-hmm. might not feel that way around these domestic these ass Negroes. Ass, domestic ass niggas, but you go <laughs> somewhere else with people who appreciate you for what you bring to the table. Mm-hmm. No matter what that is. And mm-hmm. I, I swear to God, y'all, like seriously, I am a firm believer it the people that I attracted first of all, I was raised pretty as as pretty does. Mm. People that I attracted to what they like. Right. I it's plenty of people that will walk past a Coke bottle bitch in a heartbeat yep. just to get to what they like. Because yep. the bitches be ugly. Don't, don't worry and about the face. face. Yeah, <laughs> don't worry, don't worry about none they of got that. Body, you mm-hmm. gotta live in your truth and mm-hmm. expect to get with your mm-hmm. confidence, what you got coming to you, mm-hmm. period. You yep. cannot be worried about nobody else. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So we're going to end the show, of course, with our single survival tips. <laughs> Who wants to go first? Oh. I think Ashley should go first. I do too. Ashley's oh. like, don't put me on this spot. I, I got a word for you, hoes. I've been thinking about it, but I think 
my best tip is truly to be true to yourself mm-hmm. and do not settle for less because even if somebody else believes that you're shooting too high, if you believe you deserve that, that's what you deserve. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So my yeah. single survivor tip is just really just feeding off of you two ladies because I'm going through a situation right now <laughs> that it has me very down. But for real, just the inspiration just lets me know that you can do what you want. Mm-hmm. And the survival tip is to just live and confidence whatever it is you are lacking Mm -hmm. or someone else says you're lacking with let your confidence be the determining factor of your future period that's right that's right and how can they keep up with both of you on social media ashley oh what is my social media you go first (laughs) okay my name is lovejoy you can find me on instagram at i am lovejoy and the joy is spelled with an i not a y and mine is freckled underscore red. Freckled is now. spelled F-R-E-C-K-L-D. So mm-hmm. there's no E. Freckled mm-hmm. underscore red. Yes. And of course, they'll be tagged on everything. My single survival tip. Hmm. Don't let the first dick you ride be your last. I know that's right. <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> okay. Okay. Did exactly. it speak to your spirit? It did. <laughs> Say that one more time. Don't let the first dick you ride be your last. Now receive that. Yes. And part two of my single survival tip is if you're looking for something to do Halloween weekend, um, two triple O is going to be going down at Cabana rooftop. We are going to be socially distancing. There are sections where you're fucking masked. We're going to have like some mask contests and stuff like that. You I'm know, so mad I'm going to miss it. <laughs> Why you got to work? No, I'm going to be out of town camping. Ooh. <laughs> I feel like it's the most for that she, camping. I need no, her to be taking my son. Oh. I just need to be in her space. This is how you she know about a lot. I love her. <laughs> right. Damn. Oh, you're going to be having a PG. Yes. You can't even PG. have a whole Louise. I know, because when I saw you post it, I said, well, fuck. <laughs> well, don't. Work. Well, actually, well, you're going to probably be camping the whole weekend, but... Two trip below is that Friday at Cabana. And then Saturday, I'm going to be at the Africana Film Fest drive-in horror series at John B. Carey Elementary School in oh, Richmond. Oh, I went there. So really? Yeah, I so there's going to be a drive through theater set up there, and they're going to be screening Get Out. So you can, like, oh, park fine. your cars, and they're going to have a trunk or tr- trick your trunk. competition so you can like kind of pimp your trunk out and do different things so that's where i'm gonna be halloween weekend if you want to keep up this um episode will be released on halloween week so y'all corona is still real don't be doing no dumb shit i know i told y'all to come to a party but best believe i'm gonna be masked the fuck up keep your six feet um, everybody shake that ass in a, a circle six feet away from someone else. <laughs> Throw that ass in a distant circle. <laughs> <laughs> Throw that ass in a diameter, okay? Right. So just kind of like keep it real, you know, right. keep it real kosher. But if you need any information about any of those events, make sure you follow me at starring underscore Chelsea. Click the link in the bio, follow the podcast, at Single in the City Podcast, and keep it bad bitches. Freckle Red, you are that bitch. I am Lovejoy. You are that bitch. Thank you for coming and stepping in for Christy. Love to see it. Bye, bitches. Bye.